What is up, guys? It's the Bulgarians Podcast. This is Eric. This is Christian. And today we're joined by... The Jersey Twins, but we have an announcement we're going to be making a little bit later. We are very excited to make that announcement. Um, we're excited to announce that the Jersey Twins will no longer be our brand. We're actually going to be known as Brotherhood. Brotherhood is actually something that we made up last week. Um, we actually lost a very close friend that we've known for 18 and a half years. And um, he was a brother to us, very, very close to us. And we decided, well, since we're brothers and he was a brother to us, we might as well change the name for Brotherhood because he was one of our biggest fans as DJs and producers. And we want to dedicate our music and everything that we do for him. And we're excited for what the future holds for us. We got a lot of people behind us, uh, excited for what we're going to be doing. And uh, this track actually right here, this is Rose's Chainsmokers Jersey Twins remix. It's gonna be called Brotherhood. It's a Jersey Trap and uh, Jersey Club and Trap remix. And it's on SoundCloud right now, so check it out. Hell yeah. I love this. Oh, I love this. Hell yeah. I fuck with it. Fuck yeah, dude. Killer. Damn, I Dude. thought I liked this song before. <laughs> yeah, this, this is actually like fuck fire, bro. Yeah, we wanted to make it more like a dancing club beat to it because yeah. a lot of people that go to the clubs, you know, they, they want to hear like the, the typical top 40 and, you know, the stuff hip-hop. that... Hip-hop. Yeah, hip-hop and not to mention... I mean, nothing wrong with that kind of stuff, but I mean, us DJs, we're, our job is to be creative and do something different at the club and I don't think a lot of people down here really understand that when they go to the club they just want to hear the music that they like and that they hear on the radio on a daily basis but as DJs like myself and you know DJ Danny and all the other guys that DJ with me as Cinder Frogs mm -hmm. you know we want to be creative we want to play all kinds of music but also keep the party hype because that's our job as DJs I don't think a lot of people down here really realize that but the whole point is keep the party going make the party fun you know be able to listen to different music and you know I, I like all kind of music I love heavy metal I love I mean I came from a heavy metal my dad loves heavy metal we go to corn concert we went to Lincoln Park We've seen, I've seen Green Day, you know, I've, listened, yeah, to, I've listened to everything. So I'm a concert junkie too. Yeah, I love concerts. And all I, I to, fucking do. Yeah, and I listen to all kinds of music. We love, we love all kinds of music. So we're, we all be able to play anything. It's just some people are so, you know, I think it's just one-minded about certain music. Like they mm -hmm. like, they like this music and that's it. Yeah. Well, they, they get what I've noticed is really tribal about subgenres. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I only want to listen to dubstep, or I only want to listen to trance or house, and they don't really branch out exactly branch out from that. Yep, yep. And I, I think you know, as artists, you know, and also in the music industry, you got to be open to all kinds of music. And I think a lot of artists nowadays are doing that. You know, you got Little Yachty going into trap songs. You got um, Rick Ross hitting into EDM songs. Waka Flocka going into EDM parties and festivals and doing shows with that. You know. It's good for the artists to explore other music because then, you know, you're you're opening yourself to other opportunities to go to different festivals and concerts and be able yeah. to do different music. So So speaking of concerts, what is your thoughts on like how the virus is affecting the future of shows? It's hard. It, it really is because a lot of the artists that are, you know, I mean, me, we're 27, we're about to turn 28. I mean, our, we got very few young years left. Like, we're almost in our 30s. So, mm -hmm. we feel like... 
we're there. We're losing that. Yeah, yeah, we're there. <laughs> yeah, we're all, we're 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 th- we're basically there. But I, it just seems like with this virus, it's killing time off of the people that are really wanting to push the future, and it puts a lot of people's futures on hold. And you know, SoundCloud is still out there, but at the same time, it's different to hear that on SoundCloud and Spotify and all that stuff instead of seeing a performance. Like if you've seen us live, we're energetic. We love to get the crowd hype. We love you know going crazy. And we want to be able to do that as much as possible and be able to support the opportunities. And, you know, us DJs and artists, we're just losing opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just sitting at home making music, really not. That's yeah. it. That's it. Well, have you uh, gotten into, like, the, the streaming aspect of DJing yet? Because that seems to be, like, the future. Yeah, I mean, we're, I mean, SoundCloud is really what we're working on right now. I mean, we're trying to get into more, like... The, I'm talking more, like, on, like, um, I think, like, a Twitch like live. Yeah, I see you know, I've been watching it and we've been wanting to, but right now with our fan base it's still kind of low, but I feel like if we build them a little more fans on SoundCloud, we'll be able to um get yeah. on Twitch and grow our fan base off of that too, but the biggest thing for us right now is really trying to make music and trying mm-hmm. to uh, grow our music right now as we speak because when I started DJing, I was like I don't want to produce music, I don't want to do any of that right now. I just want to be really good at DJing and then and we'll go into music. Yeah. And I think I've done well enough, and him, I think we've done Clearly, well. Clearly, I mean, the I, track we heard earlier was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we've done well enough as DJs to grow our name, and now that we're going music, I think we can grow a lot more as we go from there, especially because, you know, I travel to Florida, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, New Jersey, um, Philadelphia, I've been to Missouri, so I've traveled quite a bit, met a lot of people, a lot of great people, so... I think with my following and what I've when I've traveled, it's definitely gonna help, you know, from here on out with our music. Oh yeah. Have you guys always been like a duo or is it just At first no. We actually <laughs> we uh he actually didn't start DJing until I'd probably say six months after I started. Okay. And uh I used to suck really bad. <laughs> I used to suck really bad. I when tried I, it like a few times and I was just like, nah, I'm ass at this. Yeah, I when I started I used to they would I would play it. Usually, I would have to play a 30 minute set. They would cut my set in half because that's how bad I was playing. Oh, oh yeah. shit. That dude. Bad. Yeah, that was yeah. Tri- it was bad. Yeah. I had moments myself. Yeah, it's just like at the time, at a young age, you want to play like the hard trap and EDM. And some clubs, you can't do that. You know, well, it was a lot more prevalent back. How long have you been DJing? Uh, this would be my fourth year. Going okay. into my fourth year. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like right at right about when you started was like when like dubstep was falling off yes right so right. you were getting in this weird territory of like dubstep's dying down and mm-hmm. like what was the fucking big room took over yes everybody yes. wanted to hear fucking big room yes. big room is the shit right now believe it or not it's it back is. again it is oh yeah oh, shit look at house, that house in big room right now is probably one of the hottest uh it's hard trap House and Big Room. Those are the three biggest ones right now. Really? And my, a shout out to my boy Disco in Charlotte, man. He is fucking killing it up there. Uh, Groovy Bone, it's a record label up in Charlotte that he cr- created, and he is doing an amazing job. He's actually uh, from Myrtle Beach. as uh, I think he's from Myrtle Beach. His, he went by Tyler Davidson. Oh, yeah. I know, uh, I know Tyler. Yeah, Tyler Davidson. Yeah, he's killing it in Charlotte right now. He's doing a lot of different shows at different mm-hmm. clubs. He's doing real big with the house music, and he, I mean, he's killing it. He's gonna be at a real big. He's gonna be at the festivals, the big festivals one day. I'm telling you, Hell that yeah. dude's the real deal. And, That's uh, fucking awesome. He's yeah. actually one of the guys I've, I've known him mentored. for a long fucking time. He used to run around with my brother and uh, a student named Will Misdom. 
Okay. Back when uh, they had the Technicolor Void. They like to open for Kesha at House of Blues or something. Yeah, he shit. was a rap- yeah. yeah, he was a rapper with Glow yeah. Street for a little while. He was with uh, Hug Makeup and Shane yeah. at uh, Glow Street, and he did that for a couple years. And then he followed into the EDM and House, and then he he just loved House and took off with it. Well, fuck yeah! Shout out to Disco. Yeah, he's killing it. He's he's killing it, man. And uh, cool. he's actually one of the dudes I really look up to in music because I mean he came from uh, you know just from hip hop didn't see really working out and then just mm-hmm. like found his passion and that's the thing in DJing and being an artist you just got to find a passion you just got to be creative and yeah. you know he found that passion and I, I give him a lot of props for that because coming from Myrtle Beach there's not really a lot of people that go and make it very no. very few I mean there's Icon there's Disco um, I don't really know anybody well, else Icon wasn't he from like Wilmington yeah but I mean like down here yeah. I mean he's he's huge in Myrtle I mean he's really I mean yeah. he's at Oz I mean mm-hmm. doing See, really well there I actually got to a point to where, like, back when I was a promoter, I used to book, like, uh, Keith Nasty uh, and then some dudes from Wilmington. Right. So that that was, like, my rotating docket of... Yeah, Wilmington's uh, cool. I love Wilmington. Yeah. I actually just uh, opened a festival. I opened at a festival called Up and Up Festival okay. um, up in Wilmington Shit. last October. Um, Elefante was the headliner DJ, and... They had a couple. I mean, it was a college um, college festival, mm-hmm. and they had a couple opening DJs, and they had to uh, submit a mix to them. And they gave me a call a day later after hearing the mix that are like, "Hey, we love for you to open for the show." And I got oh, the chance yeah, to dude. open it. It was amazing. I had such an amazing time. And then the after party was cool as hell too because we went to the after party. We all were going back to back as DJ, DJing, playing our house in uh, trap. And I'll tell you what, those guys are cool as hell. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah, Wilmington's an amazing time. I love it up there. I, I've lived there a couple times <laughs> and always enjoyed it there. But, yeah, my job that I had brought me back down here, so I was like, well, shit. Yeah. But, here's, a, here's a thought that when I was listening to what you guys were saying. Uh, how do you feel? So, like, I have a nine-year-old who plays Fortnite. That's such a huge thing right now. It's like a fucking trending thing. How do you, they have a new mode called party mode where they put DJs and we actually like watch the event and had, like who Steve Aoki, dead mouse and Dylan Francis. And all these kids are like listening to like this and then they're like, they're like, my son is like losing his shit over Dylan Francis, like losing his shit. I, I love Dylan should. Francis. Dylan Francis like, is Like losing good. his shit. And like, I think that, that, you know, like when you were talking about like the doing streams and stuff like that, that that's with all of this stuff going on, like that's what they're doing. They're doing these events. Like Travis Scott just did a fucking event with Fortnite. Marshmallow was the first person. He's who getting did ready one. to do another one. Yeah, he's getting ready to do another one. Um, but I was excited that they actually put like decent. Like, no offense to Marshmallow, but I was like, kind of like, okay, can we have something a little bit different? Like, you right, know, right. something a little bit different. But it was cool. Like, it was just different. It was nice to see Dead Mouse like be on a fucking kids video game for like fucking nine under kids. I think that's the coolest thing ever that for, you know Fortnite has that kind of stuff because you never would have thought a video game would have like a music Hell festival, no. like no. a music festival in a game. Like that is just absolutely insane. Dude, it lasted forty five minutes. Like. It was pretty fucking hype, man. Yeah. I, I was like, holy shit. It's, and it's cool that a video game festival gets you so hype. Like, that's Where the coolest thing ever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. With the coronavirus thing, that's really all you can really do. And, you know, that's a great thing about these artists is keeping that EDM community together, you know, even through video games, through streaming on Twitch, 
all that kind of stuff. You know, that that's that's what's keeping everybody alive and going. One thing you guys could check out is uh, a company I've actually invested in is uh, called LiveX Live. Okay. So what they do is they stream your live performances. So like if you had a room kind of like, you know, our studio or something, you throw some lasers in there, mm-hmm. fucking go for it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll definitely I, look into that. Yeah, check into it, dude. It's it's fucking solid. They have like eight hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I'll definitely look into that like for a, sure. Definitely. What, what they did with uh, the Fortnite thing is they put a green screen behind Dilla Francis. He was like recording in like a studio. Yeah. With a green screen behind him, just like yeah. with shit behind him. So that was his whole thing. Like, that's, that's a cool thing. Dude, those green screens look really cool. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I kind of want one. There's a lot of local lie. DJs that do that too. A lot of local DJs on Facebook Live are doing that too. Like um, mm-hmm. the Myrtle Beach EDM thing. I see a lot of people pull up on the. Uh, I post Myrtle the Beach. show in there all the fucking time. Yeah. No, yeah. oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah. You just stri- like fucking whoring yourself out oh, there. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Shamelessly. Shamelessly whoring yourself out. Yeah. I like oh invite God. him to like a Facebook group. I'm like, you should join this and just whore the show out in- until he gets blocked. Whore mm-hmm. the shit out <laughs> yeah you have to man you got to push it I, I saw a uh, thing with riffraff the other day here oh they were talking about oh, how God. like riffraff's like come up i hope it's still open he's still relevant that's surprising <laughs> dude riffraff's the shit bro tiptoeing in my jordans dude he, he just came out with some new shit oh, i didn't even know he was still making music mm-hmm. i thought he made that one song and that was it nah bro he's been making shit for a long ass time let me find this clip oh wow. god I hadn't even pulled it for the show. I was just like, riff raff. Oh my fucking god! Around. And you know, there's a lot of rappers that. Um, oh, we were, oh we shit! Hold on. What no, were you I, saying? I was gonna say there's a lot of rappers that are like, you know, six nine for instance. You yeah. know, he's he's one of those guys that stay relevant because he likes that media attention, yeah. and that's what riff raff is kind of. Wait, wait, wait! Speaking of media attention, did you hear what happened with him? What about that? Him? He tried to donate to feed, uh, Feeding America. And yes. They, they refused. Yeah. They denied it. Yep. They I told him to that. fuck himself. <laughs> he tried to donate $2 million. Two and they million. just refused. They refused. They said, fuck you. I don't want that shit. We don't want none of your shit. And he, and he was like posting it on fucking like Instagram and stuff. He's like, what? Y'all don't not going to take my money and let a bunch of kids starve. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did it expect? I mean, you just got out of jail for snitching, and then what What else? Oh, he like, definitely got raped in prison. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's like, going to see that hair and, you know, let I it go. bet if you hear the wind blow just right, it'll sound like a, a fucking whistle as it blows by. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> His new song, the the Gooba, is that what it is? Yes, we heard okay, it. Okay, okay, so it's on TikTok. Like nobody. Fuck, are you listening fucking, to that No, shit. it's on fucking TikTok. It comes like every other fucking TikTok is that fucking like soundbite from it. That, you mad? I'm mad. You big mad? Like fucking you bullshit. Bitch. Shut up. There's dude. a lot of shitty music on TikTok. I don't listen to half the shit that's on TikTok because all that shit that's on there sucks. I'm like listen to. Dude. I'm like, what the. Fuck y'all! Don't know what good fucking that music song is. is fucking awful. I can't stand it. That is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I can't believe people listen to that shit. <laughs> Somebody produced Dude, that. It's trash. Like he is one of the worst rappers yeah. I've ever I mean, listened to. And people are like, "How could you diss his?" First off, he sounds like he's fucking screaming in every song he listens to. Not to mention, you can't understand a fucking word he's well, saying. That's the thing with mumble rappers, man. <gasps> oh my god, the mumble rappers. 
I don't know who started it. I don't know if it was Migos or oh Future, but they all sound the same. Yeah. I remember listening, watching uh, 50 <laughs> Cent. And, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it right there. Yeah, when Snoop Dogg and 50 yes. Cent were roasting them, oh, it was the funniest shit ever. I mean, there's no, I love hip-hop and I love rap, but I want to listen to a fucking word you're saying. Like, at yeah. least, if you're going to yeah. rap, at least understand. let us understand what you're saying. At least have a meaning behind it. That's yeah. what rap was made for, to yeah. make change. Nice and drop. I, and a lot of these rappers are just... Ugh. Just I see, love Snoop Dogg. Right. He, he keeps he, it real. He's like, I don't know who started it. Migos or, or fucking whatever his name. He was like, I ain't going to fucking do that shit. <laughs> they got me in the studio trying to say that. I'm like, cut this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, fucking Snoop. Don't get me wrong. Hip-hop is obviously the number one you yeah. know, genre in the world. Everybody loves it. I mean, Drake is going around the world rapping. Travis his Scott songs is. sucks too. I'm I sorry. Mean, it's just, it is what it is. Hip-hop, it is big. And I, and I like rap. I've loved rap since I was in middle school. I, yeah. I mean, I grew up listening to the Beastie Boys growing up when I was yes. like four years old. Yes. Run DMC. I knew I liked uh, you. N- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NWA, like all that stuff. You know, Notorious B.I.G. is actually one of my favorite of all time. Wu-Tang is one of my favorites, dude. Wu-Tang is really good. Biggie's my ringtone. I, I listened to the shit out of fucking Wu-Tang when I was like nine. And my mom was like, what the 36 fuck? Chambers. My mom was a huge fan of Tupac. My mom actually liked Tupac. She was one of my, that was one of her favorite rappers of okay, all time. my parents are super conservative. <laughs> so... Back on the riffraff thing, though. Sorry. I can't wait to hear this one. So, you're not a fan of riffraff? No, I'm not a huge fan of his music, honestly. I, 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 I liked a couple of his songs, but I'm not a huge, huge fan of it. What about you, Nick? I've only listened to one song. That was oh, it. I've never listened to any of his songs. Well, this is Sauce Walker talking about Houston not supporting riffraff and how he was just like grinding wait hold on. they got a real rich culture and a lifestyle that means something why would we turn our back on that just because a certain group or a certain period of time of it did not do well you got to keep pushing and keep recreating and keep being different but also this is how you have a riffraff but the world and the world appreciated riffraff but houston didn't appreciate riffraff. that's a fact man i can honestly say that nigga tried to sell me his CD 100. I did buy it one time, but that nigga Riff Raff was crazy, so he gonna be in the mall every day trying to sell you that CD again for five and six years, man. And I was mad at uh, Ebro and them. Well, Ebro, Ebro was the only one. I was mad at Ebro Hot 97, bro, for trying to shit on Riff Raff because that nigga was in Grace right, he Point. He was really freestyling doing that well, shit. Well, though. not even just that. He was just like, man, you not real, fam. Like, you jocking the culture, fam. I was like, bro. This nigga was a Greens Point Mall, no, nigga. No, fuck Greens Point Mall, nigga. He's a Greens Point Project. He was a Greens Point Project. He was a Southside, used to Southwest, used to nigga. Real yeah. rap used to really be in the streets. Yeah, in the streets, bro. Yeah, playing basketball, hooping, hustling, selling Acres CDs, home. fucking selling weed, fucking yeah. with white bitches. Now, real rap really in the streets at the jury store around the gangsters. Real yeah. rap went through everything <laughs> yeah, a nigga go through. Took losses, man. That's the problem, though. And I was upset, bro. I was very when I watched. He brought like, bro, you don't even know, dog. This nigga used to, them George used to come out at four in the morning. E bro, this white boy is more black than you think you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I, I that's, the fucking, that's the shit, bro. Oh shit, that's funny. So he was fucking in the mall, Dude. just like trying to grind and sell CDs. Bro, I didn't even know that was such thing. Riff Raff would like wake up like they were saying at four in the morning when the Jordans would drop and just go and try to sell his CD. <laughs> Dude's been around for. I've been fucking with Riff Raff since like. 
2011. Mm-hmm. He was like the realest motherfucker on from G's to Gents too, bro. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, they kicked him off. He, like he sparked up a blunt and everything. He, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, he's one of the realest dudes, and that's a lot of thing. But you know, hip hop nowadays, it's kind of hard to find people that don't follow a trend and are not sticking to what who they really are. Mm-hmm. They try to you know pretend to be something that they're really not. You know, um, a lot of rappers, you know, when I l- when I listen to their music, they always talk about they got the go- their Glock forty five or they you know they got an AK forty seven in their mm-hmm. closet and they're about to shoot off on somebody. No, highly, da- highly, da- highly doubt they do have it, and mm-hmm. I highly doubt that they have all the shit that they really say they do in their music because if they did, they'd be in jail. So, yeah. you know, it. And the ones that like are famous that say that shit, I'm like, bro, you live in a, like a. 30 acre mansion like fuck who the fuck is coming to your front door yeah exactly yeah it, it's next to like a fucking uh like divorce lawyer who's like with his like white collar job and he's like coming out and you're just not like a bentley out there and like <laughs> <laughs> exactly fucking rick ross with a purple lamborghini <laughs> Exactly. It's just like rappers, I mean, just artists in general just need to stick with who they are. Be different. You know, you know, stick to the creativity. Don't follow a trend. Just because you, you know, you like Amigos beat doesn't mean you have to follow that beat and yeah. copy it. Have you ever I, listened to Hobson? Hobson. I, you know, I listened to a little bit. I remember he did a diss on Tyler, the creator, like yes. not so long ago. His I know. Well, actually, it was like 10 years ago. Yeah, that was, it was, it was, it was a while like, ago. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. It was like and now look at Tyler. He's got a fucking Grammy. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Hobson's new shit is like fucking fire, dude. I, I got to listen to it. I haven't listened to Hobson since that Tyler, the creator, when mm-hmm. he uh, made fun of... Um, What's that song by Tyler, the creator? It was one of his first uh, hottest the, hits. What is it? The Triceratops? Yeah, well, I forget what the song was called. I think but it's yeah. Triceratops. One of, yeah, the, the one I know which one you're talking yeah, he's about. Like yeah, eating a fucking cockroach or some shit like that. Like, yeah, and actually, I, that Hobson song was the I, shit. Hobson, I fucked it. Like that's NF. I like NF. I have to listen cool. to. I have to listen to his new stuff. I haven't really listened to it, but uh, yeah, I mean, Hobson has been around for a while. He's he's sticking to what he's good at. I mean, you know, he's, he's got not, a, he's got a style like of his own. But that's what I mean. That's that's a great thing about artists having something that you are great at and sticking mm-hmm. with it. Don't follow a trend just because you want to make a Billboard Top 100 hit. Yeah, yeah, but that's a thing that's been going on since like hair metal and shit. Like, well, even all music. Mm-hmm. I'd say since the 60s, like uh, five bands will get signed that are close, like very similar. And then like the music industry is like, sign me everybody that sounds like that. Right. I mean, look at look at like hair metal. You have like these trash ass one hit wonders that are like glam metal, borderline homosexual looking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I fucking love glam metal, but it's fucking like. You have a bunch of one-hit wonders. Yeah. Yep. I mean, hell, we just had Great White last year at uh, Boathouse. I didn't go to that show. I wanted to. It was I fucking it. awesome. I missed it. But, like, that that old man, he's, like, fucking 70 and just, like, spinning the mic around and doing all sorts of shit. Oh, my but God. What the It was fuck? fucking awesome. <laughs> I was hammered the entire time. But oh, my God. Luckily, nobody burned alive, like, that one show that he, they did. What? Somebody burned alive? Yeah, they had pyrotechnics go, like, terribly wrong. A bunch what of people died, fuck? including, like, a couple band members or some so, shit. So, like, Michael Jackson-style, like, fucking No, like, way worse. Like, the whole building burned the fuck down. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. Like, the whole fucking building burned down off of these pyrotechnics. Oh, but, yeah, God. it was uh, Jack Russell's Great White <laughs> that uh, was was the cause of that. 
wonderful. But yeah, I mean, emo was another one. Like, Mm -hmm. the first emo band hit, and then it was just like, okay, how many more of these are there? Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. Yep, yep. So, I mean, that's... And you're starting to see a little bit of a resurgence in the whole emo thing, but Mm -hmm. I don't think it's ever going to be what it was. I mean, when we were in middle school, I mean, just... Think of, of the rock music that was there ahead of time. I mean, we had Fall Out Boy. Um, uh, what's it called? They were open. They, we we went to a show in um in the eighth grade. We went to um, Lincoln Park and My Chemical Romance, and yeah. that was one of the best shows I've ever been. And that's a that's actually another thing I want to bring up too. With you know artists, yeah. artists are so worried about you know making a hot hit, but then they can't perform live. Yeah. You know, they, they sound like shit or they look like shit mm-hmm. on stage. There's a handful of artists I've seen live that are new over the last four or five years yeah. that have a great song, but they can't fucking perform. Yeah. And I think if you can't perform live or make good music, mm-hmm. th- then you should not be in the industry. No. One of the best concerts I've ever been to um, I was the Mars Volta. They played for like five fucking hours, dude. High energy. Wow. Like kicking the mic around, slinging it all over the place. And they're like a experimental jam band. So mm-hmm. if you never listen to Mars Volta, fucking check them out. They're amazing. Yeah. But uh, they were in my top. Marilyn Manson's in my top five. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, believe it or not. I went and saw them at their big anniversary tour. Wow. Drove to Baltimore to see them. Hands down, the best show I've ever fucking seen. Wow. Like two hundred thousand dollar light show, fucking Baltimore's the shit too. I actually like Baltimore. Baltimore's fun. Fell's Point is my shit, dude. A lot of people like Power Plant. I went there; it was cool. But Fell's Point, man, there's cool little dive bars. I went to the bar that apparently, like supposedly, Edgar Allan Poe had his last drink out in front of, and fucking cool shit, man. I love Baltimore. But, One of my favorite uh, shows I ever went to was uh, Flogging Molly <clears throat> because it's, it's Irish drinking music and yeah. it's just let's just get fucked up and hop around and just be. Oh fucking. yeah, that's the best. Yeah, that's you, the best. You gotta be able to put on a live performance. Dude, they put oh, on some of the, their music is fucking awesome, and then they their performance is fun because they like get the crowd engaged and like everything. Like they're not just like, all right, we're gonna go to the next song. Like, right. And that was it. Like I. I feel like if you don't engage the crowd and you just go to the next song, like, what the fuck are you up there for? Yeah, like, you're exactly. There to entertain. Yeah. Yep. You're there to entertain. Speaking of people not being able to perform mm-hmm. or fucking up a performance, have you guys ever, like, fallen off of the stage or... Because I know I have. I fell off the stage at House of Blues <laughs> as, a, as a promoter. <laughs> not a wood, no. No. I have not. I don't plan on it, but I mean, at some point, we're gonna have to. At some point, mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean, everybody goes through it. I mean, someone's gonna have one. Has anybody s- ever knocked your shit over? Or- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Spilled a drink on your shit. Actually, yes. Uh, last. <gasps> Are last, you serious? Last September, uh, I was at Tongi Schmack House DJing. It was a college bar uh, right by Coles. It was actually one of the most popular spots um, in the area. Um, I was DJing one night, and this girl was coming up to the stage and asked for a song. And I'm not a person to take songs, just FYI. I don't like taking requests because I've seen her frogs. Once you take one, 50 more people start coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, And it's, it's like... It we'll talk about more about that later on. But uh, yeah. this girl came up asking for a song, and as she came up, she tripped and dropped her whole drink on top of my $1,800 controller <gasps> that I just got less than a year no! ago. Mm. Yeah, it was... I was so mad. At first, it was working fine. It, 
I was just like, okay, I called. Do you have all like day. insurance on that shit? It ran out immediately. Oh, it was a six. Oh, it was a six months. It was a six month warranty, and it happened. Two, and it happened two months after the warranty expired. So oh, fuck. Yeah. So she dropped on. She dropped it on the controller. I thought I caught caught all of it. So I was like, oh no, we're mm-hmm. good. Everything's working. Not even twenty minutes after the night was o- before the night was over, I just heard my music starting to. St- like screech like, and start start like doing falter. some weird stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, why am I? Why is this going? Everything shut off. Like 15 minutes before <sighs> the night ended, it just all shut off. I tried to turn it on, nothing was working. Yeah. I was like, this girl just fucking ruined my controller. So I tried to call. I was like, listen, this is what happened. Is there any way you can help me out? They're like, no, no, thank. And I was like, well, I'm fucking screwed. Mm-hmm. And then. Since then, I, I was renting a controller from a friend, just trying to save up some money for a new controller. I finally got a new one. Okay. It's the DDJ uh, 1000 SRT, and it's actually one of the coolest fucking controllers ever. Shit. I've been messing with it. I haven't stopped messing with it once. What really? happens when this happens, dude? Oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, no, man. So describe to the oh, listeners oh. what you just fucking saw. No. The whole fucking table went down. So this, that, guy, that guy just uh, tipped over the uh, controller. Bruh, this fucking dude grabs onto the table to goddamn stabilize himself while he jumps off the stage and just takes the whole fucking uh, DJ setup with what him. What the fuck? What was he even doing up there in the first place? <laughs> he like jumped up to like dap the dude up or some shit. Oh he took God. the whole fucking thing down. Those CDJs and mixer, the CDJs by himself, those kinds are twenty five hundred dollars a piece. There but was yeah, like four. When, yeah, when you have four of them, that's eight thousand dollars. And then when you got the mixer, the expensive one, yeah, that's yeah. ten thousand dollars. Dude, you're talking right to people that have spent like fucking thousands of dollars on our fucking podcast equipment. Yeah. Like, I would be fucking pissed if one of us dropped. Like, well, a- when that drops, it breaks. What else do you do? There's yeah. nothing yeah. you could do. You're no, you're fucked. done. You're fucked. You got yeah. nothing else going on. Here's, you can't even insure that. Here's another can you? one. Oh, if, you can if they have insurance. I mean, yeah, but how do you even insure like equipment like that? Oh, they when you buy equipment, usually. Um, a company will be like, hey, do you want like like if you buy a warranty for a TV, you just yeah. be like, hey, do you want to have? Dude, I'd be buying the fuck out of that. Do you want to buy a warranty <laughs> for like four years, five years, and if you damage it or something happens yeah. to it, they'll give you a new one. But yeah. uh, with those, I mean, those are probably insured through another company. You probably got another pair. I but- would say they're probably insured through the the festival. Yeah, mm-hmm. promoter. Yeah, so they definitely probably have backup pairs too. I mean, just in case if something were like that were to happen, but it's very rare case that something like that would ever happen at a festival. People wouldn't even be allowed to touch the stage at a festival. No. So this guy was very lucky he even got up there. I would have fucking told him to get down yeah. and don't even think about coming up. Yeah, like that's so, insane. Security should get fired. Right, you got another video. And then security got should have got fired time. for that. All right. <laughs> Is that Skrillex? Yeah. Yeah, that's Skrillex. Oh, man. Did it stop? Yeah, yeah it stopped. <laughs> He's like, I killed my motherfucking mixer. Oh my God. Holy shit. Damn, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd just be like, 
oh fuck, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. I wouldn't even know. Like first Dude. reaction. I mean, he he's probably had past experience with issues like that, so mm-hmm. he knows. He did okay, troubleshoot it pretty quick. He's done, that's not the first time he's screwed up before. Yeah, I've, yeah, there's actually a couple videos of him. He was hitting the Q, there, so there's a play and a Q button. He accidentally hit the Q button by accident, so it went back to the beginning of the song, and the music stopped. So he like was jumping about like and was like, "Wait, oh shit, what the hell happened?" Oh my god! So he started pushing, but like that moment, like when the music just stops in mm-hmm. your mind, you're just like, "Holy shit, what do I do? What do I do?" Like, I bet. Yeah. I bet your asshole slams fucking your shit. Your heart drops. Yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, like this is this is bad. Like yeah. you gotta come up with something quick. Like like he did. He was like, Oh shit, you guys got me messed got my mixer messed up. Yeah. Like he came up and made it cool instead of stressing out and be like, Oh my god, this is it. Like like what do I what do I do? Here's mm-hmm. another moment that might make your asshole pucker. Uh, I can't wait to hear this one. Oh, oh man! Oh my God! I had never seen that happen before. So here, I'll play it so she can see it. Describe what uh. <laughs> oh my God! He went full blown Copperfield with that shit. <laughs> I feel like that's something I would do as senior frogs. Like one night, I'm jumping oh and just God. go boom right through the floor. So this oh my dude, God. the DJ's out jumping, hyping up the crowd, and just completely fucking falls through the floor like the stage is just like collapsed (laughs) underneath him and then like everybody's out there with flashlights looking for him under the stage and shit i would even like (laughs) i would just laugh to the whole thing i was just like um okay he was he was probably like i don't give a fuck i I drink vodka i don't care No, definitely. I mean, DJs, they bring their own alcohol with them when they DJ, too. Yeah. So he was probably feeling it when yeah. uh, he did that. But, I mean, that's that video right there looks like something that would happen to me if I was, like, at the House of Blues or if I was at a Senior Frogs trying to help a crowd, hype a crowd up. Yeah. That shit would be hilarious, though. Like, <laughs> Oh, it luck, is. He just with, disappeared. With my luck, I feel like something like that would happen. Yeah. And so, it's one day it will. I hope, I, I, I hope not, but I feel it. That happened to me at House of Blues. Oh my god! When I was a promoter, I was I was throwing out beads for senior week. Yes, the senior week time. Yes. Yeah, I uh, had my foot on the banister between the stage and the crowd, mm-hmm. chucking beads out. And the guy and I remember the guy telling me, "Hey man, don't put your foot there. You're gonna slip." And about three seconds later, I go to throw a bead, slip. Gone, dude. I cracked my face on the fucking oh railing. Oh my god! And then land full force on my right ankle. Oh, I straight up hairline that- fractured my shit. Oh, like oh. my ankle is the size of a goddamn grapefruit for a month. Oh my man. god! I was like limping around. They're like, "What the hell happened to you?" It's like fucking got too drunk. Cedar week is too fucking wild, man. I mean, you got to drink to that shit because mm-hmm. the amount of shit that you have to deal with and the shit that you see is just absolutely insane during senior week. And I love performing those shows because those Dude. are the best shows you're gonna get mm-hmm. in Myrtle Beach in regards to EDM and hip hop and concert shows. I feel like I'm too old to. To promote those, yeah, at this point. I, yeah. I sometimes I feel like I'm too old, like DJing that kind of shit, because that's like something you bring like a college DJ or high school DJ to come to. But I mean, like, it's still fun. I mean, I'm entertaining the young kids that just graduated high school, and you know, they're just trying to have a good time. So getting the DJ and put on a show for them is a lot of fun. Yeah, I got in trouble one time um, at House of Blues. It was like the Scotty Boy 
performance that we did. Like I think it was like 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. But uh, I brought a bunch of bottles of champagne, mm-hmm. and we just popped them on the crowd. And I didn't tell anybody we were going to do it. Like I didn't even tell like the the House of Blues staff. I just like broke out like a like three or four bottles of champagne, and me and the DJ because it was his birthday that night. Scotty, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scotty Boy's fucking birthday. So we just fucking pop bottles on these 18-year-olds, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So I got a ton of shit over that. They're like, "Uh, never fucking do that again. Oh, my God. I mean, it's champagne. What are you going to do? It's not going to hurt them. Yeah. (laughs) No. If anything, it's going to make their hair sticky. I mean, Well, I mean, I, I was spraying it in a few people's mouths and shit. But, yeah. You know, oh my God. <laughs> it was frowned upon. I wouldn't say I gotten like serious shit. Like mm-hmm. there was no legal ramifications, but but you I, know how many artists do that, and how many like artists around the world do that all the time. I mean, yeah. it's it's part of the it's part of the entertainment. And yeah, it's, dude. Yeah. it's part of the fun. I mean, we're not trying to get high school kids or young kids drunk. Mm-hmm. It's just no. part of the entertainment. Just trying to hype up the crowd. That's the all. That's all they do. Dude, we're not it, trying it to get tight. anybody drunk. But yeah, yeah I mean that. That show right there was cool as hell. I had yeah. that was that was definitely a fun night to remember. Fuck yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna do story time, and this will All make right. you laugh. So when I worked at Masters, uh, our DJ was up there, and like obviously girls up there, they request songs, whatever. He like has certain songs that most girls will like dance to, and some are like, oh my god, okay. Anyway, so uh, one of my uh, close friends was up on the stage, and this dude who was there for his bachelor party. Got up on the stage, and I'll never forget it because uh, he got on the mic and he was like, get the fuck up off the stage, and was like yelling at this dude, like from the stage. Come to find out, his girlfriend is missing and wandering around the fucking club. She's in her fucking dressing room, and I was like, dude, bitch, you need to get the fuck up out of here, and she's like, she's like... I'm just trying to find somebody to bring home with them, uh, me and my boyfriend. And I was like, you need to get out of her dressing room. She sounds like a... She like... She, bitch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she was like a fucking phantom. She was like a phantom. So Duke gets kicked off. Like, I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but Duke gets kicked out of the fucking club. She's still in the club, and we've got security on her. She's like fucking ghost and shit. All of a sudden, you know those like uh, pitchers that you put like water in to like refill... She goes up to the DJ stage and she like dumps on herself and all over his fucking equipment and shit. And he like he's like I'm fucking done. We're he shut down for like, the night. That was the I'm only time. We're gonna financially. Pretty much. <laughs> so masters. Hold on, hold on, hold okay, on, because nobody heard it over the laughter. I'm sorry. I am never gonna financially recover from. Oh my god. <laughs> so master masters had to uh, had to cover his his DJ shit, and he was telling me about. Oh, it was it. masters that said that. Yeah. <laughs> so they said uh, they said okay, well we'll cover your stuff. Well, what what stuff did they, did you have, dude? He put so much shit on that insurance claim that like you like he walked away with so much money and fucking equipment. He he actually got an upgrade because of that. Yeah, he probably. Got <laughs> Huge upgrade for that. <laughs> he got an ins- we closed down early. He made an upgrade on the fucking shit, and I got to go home early, so I was happy. I was like, "This is a win-win." Like, let's go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. I bet after he filed that claim, bring me fifteen hookers now and get the drugs ready and take me to the private island. <laughs> they had it. I mean, he he told me he was like, my setup is probably like 
roughly like five grand. He's like, I made away with like twenty grand worth of fucking shit. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, he's definitely going to the private island. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He said, I had all of this stuff, all of it. Yeah. She ruined all of it. I mean, you might as well. I mean, with insurance claim, too, you might as well go with the fucking upgrade. You might Dude, as well. Dude, that was so bad. And, like, mm-hmm. we're, like, looking for this girl where, like, his girlfriend's missing, and all of a sudden we just see her with a pitcher, and you're just, like, done. And, and the DJ's just like, what the fuck? And all of his shit is covered in water. Yeah, she deserves an ass beating. Huh? Yeah, see, that's... Oh, she yeah. got immediately arrested. The girl with the DJ equipment that spilled her shit on my equipment. I couldn't find her when that shit happened. At first, I thought it was okay, but then at the end of the night, when I was, like, looking for her... Yeah, but what do you do? Yeah, it was like, what do you well, do? fuck, I'm screwed. What do I do? Yeah, but do you really want to catch an assault charge for this? Like, oh, I just wanted to get her information and be oh, like, all right, shit. well, you're paying for this shit because, I mean, that's... DJ they equipment... They would have claimed liability. I mean, DJ... It's a liability. Yeah, I mean, DJ equipment... What do you do after your mm-hmm. after your shit's destroyed? What do you do? You don't have anything mm-hmm. else. You don't have a backup plan. No. Once your equipment's gone, that's it's really gone. crazy. Like you, I never really thought about that. Like, but like you guys don't really have a damage waiver or something that no. like protects you. No, you really I mean, don't. Yeah. You, you have nothing to protect your equipment unless you buy insurance separately about your stuff. Unless right? you're unless you're a DJ that's making ten grand a year or ten grand a show and mm-hmm. has like tons of backup equipment. I mean. DJs right now, that's the only equipment they got. And then if if it gets destroyed, what do they do? They can't perform other shows. So yeah. that's why we're so super tight with our music and our DJ equipment because you know be once it's once it's destroyed, that's it. We we gotta wait a week or maybe two weeks for the equipment for new equipment yeah, to come in. Yeah, you can't perform. Yeah, Shit. or if you can't afford it, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Your, your career is, is is fucked until you like fucking scramble up enough money to even get. But I just thought about that. That's crazy. Like, if somebody fucks your shit up and you can't file it on an insurance claim or like file it with the you don't have that a you're fucking at. job anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you, you it's like going to work unprepared. You can't yeah. go to the work without the equipment you need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, if, you can always DJ off your phone. Oh my yeah, God. that's what everybody fucking thinks I do is fucking you know pull up music <laughs> know, on right? my phone. It's so annoying. Yeah. People are like, "Can you download this song while I'm, while you're DJing?" No, I'm no. fucking DJing. Uh, like. <laughs> Fucking human can, iPod. I'm a DJ. Can, can you download? The, the, you might as well just have an Alexa hooked up to your shit, bro. <laughs> oh my god! Alexa, Alexa, can you play Tootsie Roll? Oh yeah. my god! Alexa, what? She'd be like, uh, I'm sorry, that song's not included unless you do premium. <laughs> like, god damn it! No, it's just the for real. Everyone thinks I'm literally an Alexa. I'll fucking play anything that they fucking ask for. Yeah. Like, like the girl was like, I want you to play this 1976 song, and she showed me this song, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, do you, I was like, do you really expect me to have this? And she's like, well, I mean, it's yeah, a yeah. classic. I'm like, no, it's not. No, because it's not. if I play this song, I'm telling you right now, people are going to look at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. Here you go, dude. Since we're bringing up people uh, asking for songs and shit.
face. It's just like <laughs> she's just like uh, she's a fucking Karen, bro. She's like an early twenties. That's why nobody wants to dance. She looks like she's like in her mid twenties. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Bitch, you miserable. Get I love when, I love when she's like she I'm from the Bay Area. <laughs> Empty, bro. There's nobody in there. Anyway, they could have so easily. Does it matter? They could have easily played hip hop, hip hop for this dumb bitch. But it was it like was the like point a, of the matter. Yeah, it was like a principle. <laughs> it's like I don't care. I'll burn this. It reminds me of that movie, The Goods. Yes. <gasps> with yes. DJ Request. Yes. <laughs> and they, they fucking request a song, and he's like, "All right, yeah, I'll get right on that." And plays like a song called "Dead Puppies." Shit. <laughs> he's like. Nobody controls the music. I gotta, pull, it. I gotta pull that fucking clip up. I gotta, I gotta pull it up now. Can that we, shit is the funniest shit ever. Can you just make that a drop in one of your songs? Like, nobody controls the music. <laughs> I will find it and I will fucking try it. Once you lose control, you lose control yourself. Not today. Oh there you go. Hey, DJ. This place is about to pop. Why don't you throw on some Charlie Daniels? Charlie Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells DJ Request what to play. But they tell you what to play. They lose respect for you. They lose respect for you. You lose control. Not today. Can you please put that as one of your drops? Dude. I love that his name is DJ Request. That's the funniest shit. His fucking DJ Request, he's like, good choice. And he plays the complete opposite of what he's there you go. Hey guys, a couple of guys came in here earlier looking for Vanessa, and I got a little bit of bad news for you. Vanessa is dead. You bring them back, guys. Get those food orders in quickly, because in 25 minutes the kitchen is renting out for a porno shoot. Are you disgusted? God, God damn it! I fucking love him. Book the DJ. Sell some cars today. Yeah, Craig Robinson is the funniest dude ever. Like that movie, he was fucking hilarious. Zach and Mary make a porno. He oh was God, fucking yeah. hysterical. He's uh he's hilarious in that show on FX. What we do in the shadows. Oh yeah. Oh dude, he is literally like one of those underrated fucking actors. Yeah. yeah. You you gotta put him in a movie because he's gonna say some stupid shit that's just gonna. He make was you great laugh. in Eastbound and Down too. <laughs> that movie was good. That was good. Fucking, oh my god! I feel it. <laughs> Will Ferrell is what made that whole fucking scene. Anyway. I feel it <laughs> deep down in my plums. <laughs> I need to make that a fucking drop. Yeah, you do, dude. He is just like he finds some a way to find you fucking laugh. Like he's yeah, gonna, yeah. if he's gonna make you laugh, he's gonna make you like almost pissing your pants laugh. Oh my because god! Because in Zach and Mary make a porno, he's like. Man, I can't be in a movie. My wife will will will, yeah, yeah, yeah. will kick my ass. Yeah. And then the girl starts touching herself. He's like, on the on the other hand, fuck my wife. Yeah. <laughs> I love the part when he's like he's like he's like doing with the the one girl. Her name is Bubbles. <laughs> my favorite part is when Katie Morgan shits on the guy that plays Randall. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you believe this shit? What the fuck happened in there? Oh, I'll tell you what happened. That bitch frosted me like it was a fucking cake. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, re- I really do so feel like you need good. to pull that DJ drop where he's like, if they lose all respect for, like, make it a if drop. They, if you lose, if they lose respect for you, you lose respect for yourself. You lose control. Yeah, That's and then it. make it like a fucking drop. I feel like that would be so fucking. Hilarious. I'm gonna try. If I want to hear it because I feel like it'd be fucking hilarious. If there's one time I get a request, I'm gonna stop the music and I'm gonna play that part. Oh and I'm gonna go, this is a warning. This is a warning. Yeah. <laughs> And then if they do it again, just play the Dead Puppies song. And just oh, my dead. God, yes. Or I'm going to play some, like, Beethoven or some shit like that. Dude, don't <laughs> Beethoven. Like, I love that shit. I mean, I like it, but yeah. is anybody going to dance to that in a club? No. No. Oh, I'm exactly. sure if you get some looks in there, they will. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I've been a senior for like six years before I became DJing, almost seven years, and mm-hmm. I've seen the craziest shit you could think of. I've, I mean, I've seen some shit before, and I've done some shit before. What is the I've, craziest shit that each of you has seen? Oh, are we talking about at Senior Frogs or just in just, general? Like, DJing in general, what is the wildest shit? And I want to hear this from both of you. Well, spring break. Um, of course, spring break. Yeah, spring break, obviously. <laughs> um, me, Taylor, Jay Burt, uh, and Danny, we were performing on spring break. And uh, I just remember Dude. people just started crowd surfing, like just throwing people up. And you just saw like 20 people crowd surfing. I remember one time we had a midget come up on stage and uh, oh we're like, who God. wants to see this midget come uh, crowd surfing? So he fucking, we, we throw him, throw <laughs> him across the, like, across the dance floor. People literally catch him like he's a little fucking stuffed animal. And he, they're throwing him up and throwing him down and throwing him up and throwing him down. They throw him across the bar and the the manager catches him. Because oh, my God. They accidentally, they accidentally threw him by accident, like, too far. So the manager throws him back into the crowd and he starts getting thrown up and then the, they did it again to the stage so they throw it up to the stage again and we had to catch him yeah, so that yeah. way he didn't like get like jump onto the equipment or anything. But like people started crowd surfing, people were falling into the cra- like into the ground. It was crazy. Oh my yeah. god. And we were just like, Alright, we gotta stop because someone's gonna get hurt and we're gonna yeah, get sued. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny you bring up midgets because I've been holding this video oh my god. for quite some time. <laughs> just for this For the right thing. scenario. <laughs> and this seems it. <laughs> So, <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> I believe you watched a woman suck off a midget in a midget wrestling contest. Was she doing a wrestling? A black midget was wrestling she, contest. Was she wrestling? Like, oh, wrestling move? What oh, she was doing? Oh, shit. Mommy going in. Oh, fuck. She did the death got, roll. Yeah, she got the Florida Gator death roll. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Like, that midget don't know what to do. I love the, I love oh the music God. that they're doing it to, too. <laughs> what is what is that thing from, like, the 90s? Like, the, the skip hop or whatever the fuck it is? You I don't know. About, you put it around your fucking ankle and then you fucking oh, yeah, skip yeah. around that it. That looks like a gator. That's what she used to do his dick. She no. was doing gator rolls. I think she was like... It was like a blender circumcision or like some crazy shit. How was she? 
did she like did not lose contact at all? No, she, no, no, she was pure concentration, and she yeah. like she did a whole three sixty like nobody with no. They don't call it a blowjob for no fucking reason. And I can't it's post a that on, job, I so. can't post that shit on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, I can post it on our Twitter. Twitter doesn't give a fuck. Facebook is kind of hard because once you get one report, it's fucking game yeah. over. But yeah. yeah. Well, we're, they've already shadow banned our podcast. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, like that shit right there was fucking hilarious because she she had pure concentration. Yeah, dude. The music that they were doing it to it, not to mention she went a whole three sixty with that. Oh my god! It looked like she was doing a wrestling move while she was trying to do all that. <laughs> so, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen, Nick? Uh, I've seen some. I've seen some. Um, I would say. I would say it would be like uh, scene week. Uh, it would it would be like someone uh, was trying to uh, crowd surf, but it turned it turns out uh, nobody nobody caught him, and he he, uh, he fell into the ground, and uh, he oh had, shit he fucked yeah, up my god he fucked up his hand. He he suffered a broken yeah he broke broken his fingers. Yeah. He suffered a broken. Multiple broken fingers. Yeah, I remember that he uh, he fractured his hand and uh, broke his fingers because he as soon, when he landed he landed straight on his hand like he what didn't even fuck? like but like Cedar Week I mean you like when they did the party crawl you know of course where I mean I don't want to say it but I mean they used to flash and it would just be like oh dude I've okay. got pictures still on my phone yeah <laughs> I would just be like um oh wow <laughs> I didn't even say that. <laughs> But I mean, that, you never showed me this. What the hell? I mean, it's just like <laughs> those nights used to get insane. Just like like party girl was just like the craziest party of the whole week, and it's just like I hated senior week. Just gonna go ahead and say that. I mean, from the it, industries that I've come from, I fucking hated it. It, it has its moments. <laughs> Stripper and bartender. I didn't. I don't like. It. Oh, I hated it because they would get up, they would climb up on the stage. I watched one bitch fucking face first fall off the fucking stage and I was like oh she's gonna feel that in the morning it's shitty for bartenders because bartenders have to give them straight waters that's uh, they don't make money off do of the, them at do all do the straw like where you put a little bit of liquor in the straw Ooh. I've done that before <laughs> oh you think you're getting a strong drink you are getting a little a little taste of a drink uh, and tequila in the straw well, most of them are hammered before they even walk in there oh anyway. dude yeah. so oh, bad dude I've seen yes. them at Senior Frogs in line they look like they're oh, about to fall they come to sing, they go to Senior Frogs guess where they go after that they're like oh my god I really want to go to the strip club I'm horny I want to go to the strip club yeah. yeah and guess what they try to do try to touch you they try to fucking do all kinds of shit and I'm like bitch you ain't by get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what's what's funny is uh, there used to be a strip club called Derriers in Myrtle Beach. Yep, yep. And if you were under twenty one, they made you wear a big shirt with a baby on it. Mm-hmm. See, I've never been a in a bottle. I've never been in there, so I this is. It was crazy. gone. By, it was probably gone by the time that like you hit the scene. Um, but it was a shithole. It was a shithole. Byob. Yeah. No. 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 That wasn't Derriers. No, Dairy Ears. No, no, I'm sorry, not Dairy Ears. I'm thinking of... Uh, yeah, because Dairy Ears had the B-O-Y-O-B. Yeah, yeah I'm not thinking of Dairy Ears. I'm thinking of... Uh, because there's Dairy Ears, there's Masters, and then there was what Dollhouse. What was the one? The oh, no, one. no, there was another one. Is it Treasure Club? No, it was up in the North End uh, next to Miyabi. And I can't oh, remember the fucking doll- name of it. That was the old Dollhouse. No, 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 no. That was across the street. What was over there? Secrets. No, no, not secrets. Sec- I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I can't remember the name of the strip club, but... It was I, secrets. 
I, I would be willing to bet money on that. Nah. I feel like it was secrets. Maybe. But anyway, they used to uh, make you wear a shirt with if you were under 21. They would baby with a no sign through it so you couldn't drink. <laughs> and you had to, like, they made you wear that shit when you walked in. That's fucked up. I'd Dude. be so mad. I'd be like, I'm not going in. I'd be like, fuck it, I'm not going in then. Oh, the, that was the whole point was to keep fucking... The, the underage, the underage kids would, out. There would be some fucking stupid people to be going in with an underage, like, with that shirt on. I would be like, no fucking chance I'm walking in with that. Because yeah, I would look I'd like be going a, home. I'd be, I would look stupid. Yeah, like, I would yeah. leave immediately if I had it. I was forced to uh, wear it out. No, yeah. If they yeah. Even try, yeah, if they even tried to put that shirt on me, I'd be like, no fucking oh, chance. Oh, we used to mess with them at Masters when they would come in. We would mess with them so hard. I feel like it's kind of useless for somebody under 21 to even go to a oh, strip club anyway. Oh, we mess with them so so hard, especially if it was a guy and he's like not 21, and we saw him because we at Masters we had a uh, a yellow shirt they had to put on, and it was like it just like said Masters Club across the front of it, right? And it was huge. It was always like an XXL or some like some fucking crazy size that they had. And we would, like, abuse the shit out of them. Like, we would be like, all right, we're going to bring you up on stage. And we would beat the fuck out of them with fucking whips and shit that we had from fucking bachelor parties and shit. (laughs) Oh, my God. We would never, they would never want to, like, we were like, oh, we're going to fuck up strip clubs for them, like, forever. I mean. never want to, like, fucking be a customer at a strip club ever again. When I was under 21, I never even thought about going to a strip club just because I just never felt like it was, like, I can't buy a girl drink. And I'm literally sitting there just watching. I'm not even, it's yeah, just like much it's, what it is. yeah I mean it, I never really wanted to go when I was under 21 once I was 21 I was like the All girls right. under 21 are the worst because I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what once they have some drinks in them they're like I'm I'm gonna touch a girl I'm bisexual now like I'm gonna I'm gonna like put my hands on somebody and like that's a huge like no no like I'm like if I'm not gonna let some dude touch me in a weird way I'm definitely not gonna let you fucking touch me and especially since you're you're young you don't know what you're doing right, right now. You're drunk. I've had one girl try to stick her fucking finger like in in me while I was up on stage, and I was like, "Sweetheart, you have to stop." Yeah, that's that's a you little much. You have to much. stop, or I'm gonna have to get security to take you yeah, out. Yeah, that's and she a little was like, too much. I'm just I'm just trying to have fun. You have such a nice ass, blah blah blah. And I'm like, all right, well, you need to stop. Please stop touching me. It's not right. It's not even in a sexual way. It's I totally we, in a weird way now. I think with nightclubs and just strip clubs in general, just any kind of entertainment like that, people just need to have respect because people have certain boundaries that uh, oh, dude, so you know, much. it's just like it's just like have have respect because people have different feelings of ways to like you know, like yeah. you said, you don't want anybody touching you. So you know, why are you gonna touch a total stranger that you don't even know who they are? Oh, do you, you do it all the time? And you don't know how you're gonna all the time. And, and people don't know how they're gonna react to certain ways. So it's just like with me personally. You know, when people, like, request songs and they, like, you know, try to get in my face or try to, like, be like, well, what the fuck? They'll mm-hmm. be like, well, I don't know you, so yeah. don't don't disrespect me like that. Yeah. Just because you may not like certain music I play doesn't mean that it sucks. Or, and that's another thing I want to bring up, too. You know, people have th- certain opinions about music, you know. They may not like EDM, so they say EDM sucks. That's not... It doesn't suck. That's just your personal opinion. Yeah. You know, I could say... You know, fucking jazz sucks, but it doesn't. That's my personal opinion. It doesn't yeah. mean it actually sucks. You know, people just because they have certain music that they just like, they just think everything else sucks. And it's that's not how you should think as a as someone you know that listens to music on the radio. Because no. on the radio all the time, they have different kinds of genres: top forty, house, hip hop. You know, people should be able to 
enjoy all kinds of music and have opinions like say okay hip-hop is my favorite but i can listen to other music Mm -hmm. instead of just being like i'm just gonna listen to hip-hop only and that's fine if you if you if that's how you feel but you know just saying that certain genres suck you know well i kind of i kind of blame the industry for that too because you have you have a a lot of plants that are Mm -hmm. showing up in the industry right now like there's a big theory that Billie Eilish is an industry plant that, like, she came out of nowhere. Uh, some people have said Oliver Tree is an industry plant. I don't really buy that one as much as I do Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, just because of who she's connected to. Like, her parents are famous actors. Yeah. Right. Uh, the story sells. It's like, oh, her brother's her producer. It's like, come the fuck on, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in most pop music, you have the same two Swedish dudes fucking producing 90% of it. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they they have found a niche that sells and they know how to make a, a hit song and the masses are overwhelmingly stupid mm-hmm. and just buy that shit and eat it up. Right. That's the problem. Right. Um, and until that cycle gets broken by some way or somehow, it's just going to keep, keep going mm-hmm. until the next like big resurgence of something comes but with DJing it's a little different like producing uh, because it's uh, it's all you it's not two dudes in Sweden that wrote the fucking song for you right so that, I feel like DJing is going to lead to the next revolution of it because let, let's just face it rock and roll is dead folks I know it's, it's sad fucking it dead it is. yeah it sucks so because rock and roll is what really made music what it is today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in the 60s and 70s, the Be- I mean, the Beatles was considered rock. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And you don't have people playing music, any- like playing instruments anymore. No, a lot of the music is really instrumental and, mm-hmm. you know, recorded and, you know, studio made. Tuned. So a lot of people depend on, you know, just producing and just ma- I mean, I can play the drums. A little bit. Yeah. I want I, my dad actually has a guitar set at home. He has like three guitars at home, and I'm I'm actually wanting to learn how to you know use a guitar because I want to be able to use that in my music. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Because I and, want my. I mean, music they to run be, a they run enough effects to where you could tune that sound to whatever you wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. And I got a keyb- I got a forty nine. Um, I got a forty nine keyboard at home. Um, it's brand new, and um, I'm using that in my production. But I want to be able to use the drums that I have at home and a guitar at home so that yeah, way yeah, yeah. I can use that in creativity with our music because like you said nobody uses inter- instruments anymore it's all just created through studio everything's tuned so yeah exactly everything's the easy route dude yeah it's the it's easy, the easy ra- route it's the easy route it's a lot easier to like just be like oh okay I'm gonna use a program to make my music sound cool because I'm gonna like turn this up and then move this bar and now it sounds it sounds better than actually putting the work in to actually like make it right something that's yours the only artist i could say right now that i'm actually a big fan of and he's actually musically talented in almost any genre that you could think of is post malone yeah. post malone that dude did he you can watch bring it? back rock and roll did you he did really you watch could. did you watch the nirvana tribute yeah. yes he was fucking phenomenal oh, he in so that. Good. He was so that dude could sing in country. That dude could sing rock. That dude could sing. That that dude could fucking rap. I mean that that dude is an overall mu- mu- musically talented, one of the best in the world when it comes to music and talent. Mm-hmm. Posty. 
I mean, he he is. I watched that. I watched that uh, Nirvana thing, and and you know, as much as like everybody's like, oh, Nirvana's like cool and whatever, and like you kind of get like old after like of listening to Kurt Cobain and stuff. I really, really, honestly liked that posty like. You are gonna get so much fucking hate for that last. Oh, whatever. They can fucking. They already fucking old after a while. Listening. No, he does get fucking old after a while. But Post Malone like took his own spin on it. He didn't just sound like. I love the outfits that they wore for that too. That shit was fucking hilarious. I I saw the outfits and I was like, that definitely was Post Malone's idea. It Uh, had to be. I I got a really bad joke. Oh great. (laughs) So you know how they know Kurt Cobain had dandruff? Yes. How? I don't know how. (laughs) They found his head and shoulders behind the couch. Oh god. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh wait, no, I fucked up. That's the one I should have went with. <laughs> Damn it. All good, all good. No, that was good though. I liked that. That was funny. Yeah, not my original joke, but solid fucking joke. So let me ask you, who was um who did you grow up listening to, you know, in regards to music? Uh so I did a lot of hold on. I have been muted this entire fucking time. Oh wow. Um I actually grew up listening to a lot of classic rock, like prog rock, like King Crimson, uh, Jethro Tull, uh, Soft Machine, bands like that. And then I kind of got more into like the whole emo thing when uh, I was in high school, when it first came out. Like My first concert actually was uh, Story of the Year with My Chemical Romance. And letter kills, and I've dude, I've gone to at least two hundred shows. Oh, I definitely never, I definitely didn't hit that much, but that's dude, that's crazy. I I, I went on a stint to where all I did was go to like twenty to thirty concerts a year. Wow! Like any time a show, and I worked for House of Blues for a little bit, like when I was promoting for him too, and that's all I fucking did, man. Anytime I'd take a trip, it'd be to go to see a concert. That's insane. I see. I, um, me and my brother were, you know, we were very big with sports growing up. Um, it took up a lot of our lifetime and a, a lot of our lives when we were growing up in middle school and high school. Um, we were, we played football, played, we wrestled, we played baseball, and baseball basically took up all our time in the summertime just because we were playing double headers. We had a game almost every day. So it just seemed like, in high school and middle school, we didn't really have time to do anything. Not to mention, in high school, I was traveling to wrestle tournaments and stuff like that. So, I didn't get to go as many concerts as I really wanted to. And when I did, um, we went to Lil Wayne, Young Jeezy, and Soulja Boy back in 2009. That was one of the best that I'd been to. Then a couple years later, we saw Mac Miller. Rest in peace. Love that guy. He was amazing. Mac Miller with Khalifa. That was amazing. Amazing show. Then I think Nick went to go see Pauly D um, at Club Boca back in 2000. Yeah, I went to that one too, unfortunately. Yeah, that was 2013. I don't know about that. I don't know how that show went. Apparently, it wasn't as good as people thought it was going to be. It's fucking Pauly D, dude. Like, (laughs) 
um, fucking Jersey Shore. <laughs> Bobby, we we I mean he he saw two chains like a year later. Mm-hmm. Saw um I saw Juicy J at Spring Break that uh, like I oh, think I love Juicy J. Yeah, me too. He's he he's good. Sh- he puts on a good show I too. I also yeah, saw Juicy J in uh 2014. Yeah, he he he, oh, yeah, he was a good performer. He really is. That actually actually he was one of my uh favorite artists going up in college. Like j- him, two chains. Uh, Drake and a couple other guys like if I want to listen to hip hop those were the guys I listened to and you know people try to say you know hip hop doesn't really hasn't really changed much but if you listen to mm-hmm. what hip hop is now oh my god to what it was 10 years ago oh my god to 10 years before that I mean there's yeah. a huge huge difference I miss the that. sampling I miss the sampling of like old like taking like records and shit that they would like find in like record stores and then like sample shit and like the like the MCs like really sample shit. I really feel like that that's gone. They're like well, they some like bullshit beat and then they're just like, Alright, we're gonna go with this. Well nobody's a good MC anymore. The MC kinda scene with like hip hop artists is like gone. You know, back yeah. in the day and I mean hip hop artists could MC you know, they sample, like you said, they would sample yeah. old records and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's all out the window because they feel like the industry nowadays. Well, you don't have to play on vinyl anymore. Yeah, well, that, and it's just like, in, like record labels try to find the easiest and quickest way to make money. So yeah. they're just going to use a sample that, like I said earlier, I'm going to make something similar to Migos or I'm going to make something similar to a gonna, future beat. They're going to do what sells. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're gonna do whatever. Catchy. Like, if Catchy it, sells. If, it, if, it tre- if it's trending and it's working and it's making a lot of money quickly, we're gonna stick to it because that's the. It's about moving volume. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's all about the volume. Right. So you have to be able to sell as many records as possible, and if Migos and Future are the in fucking thing right now, mm-hmm. then that's what's gonna be in the the zeitgeist of rap and hip hop for the next couple of years till. The next big thing, like trending. Like and don't just, get me wrong, I like future. I like some of Future's music. I like mm-hmm. Migos' music. They get they like people could. I mean, don't get me wrong. People have different opinions of their music. Obviously, I mean, some people yeah, think yeah. you know I can't understand a word they're saying because and yeah. that, that that doesn't make them very good. But their beats are great. And uh, don't get me wrong. But I mean, they created that new music that people are really into right now and that's what's making them sell so much is because now they're they are the i guess the the creators of that hip fast hip-hop that you know was created in 2013 the the bird chirp drives me insane the the little fucking noise that they make where they sound like they're the old cricket phone yes yeah i I know fucking drives me nuts uh but i mean they've been doing that in the industry fuck since rap first came out look at the whole east coast west coast shit mm-hmm. yep when uh nwa dr dre all that shit came out snoop dog everything had that cali vibe to it yeah yep uh tupac had the whole cali thing then you had like the new york rap scene that was like biggie and all that shit puff daddy was actually really the guy that made hip-hop really mainstream yeah because he, he was know, sellable. He was marketable yeah, he was, to white people. Was. Yeah, and that's and I give a lot of. I mean, you got to give Puffy props because he took a, a street rapper that was just. I mean, he was very talented, mm-hmm. but he took a guy that was just a, a mixtape rapper into somebody that was a very big min, mainstream artist. I mean, Nas Biggie is went from, another big one for me. Yeah, Nas, another oh, good I example. They went, these guys came from being just you know guys from the streets, yeah. you know, hip hop into becoming 
one of the greatest artists of all time. One of the worst things I ever watched, and you'll have to watch. I don't know if it's on like Hulu or what, but uh, Wu Tang Clan has their like own show, uh, or they did like a a show adaptation of how Wu Tang started. And uh, have you seen it before? I have not, but I um I you need to watch it. Yeah, I mean, so like Rizzo went and did his own thing. Rizzo. It Rizzo. Sorry. You're gonna get that was, shit right. People Prince, are gonna correct Prince you. Rakeem, but he went and did his own shit, and it was you're fucking all. Shut the fuck up with your stupid <laughs> white bitch shit. But he started his own shit, and then he listed his producers, and they're like, "Oh, well, this is what sells," and it sounded like shit. People make fun of it. All the fucking time. It's like it's it's like a fucking thing. Right, like, right. He made one song on his own, and people were like, I mean, "This some is pe- fucking bullshit." But like I said, I mean, some people are made to be together. Some people are made to be by themselves. You know, yeah. with the NWA, obviously, Easy E couldn't do it by himself because, nope. I mean, honestly, Dr. Dre was the mind and the creator of yeah. NWA, mm-hmm. and Easy E came from being, you know, mm-hmm. on the streets of Compton selling drugs to. Becoming a big name because Dr. Dre was like, okay, I found the creativity of what we can do with NWA. And obviously, Easy e when they broke up, just it didn't work out. Um, Ice Cube was able to do it by himself. Dr. Dre obviously was able to do it by himself. Um, but yeah, Easy e it's just, you know, the, he, he's just one of those guys where he, he needs, needs to be... He needs the production. He needs, a, he needs a crew with a good mind and that's it. Yeah. And he can, he can throw down like the, like creativity and stuff like that, but he needs a production to like keep him straight. I'm right. with you on that. No, exactly. And you know, some, some, some groups are just like that, you know, um, I mean the Jonas Brothers, I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh I'm my not a, God. I hate them. I hate them. I don't like their music, but hey, I mean they they've done such a good job. I mean Nick Jonas did a great job by Foul himself. that you fucking cursed my studio with by just uttering their name. I know. I I'm sorry about that. I can't stand, I can't stand them either, but I mean those are guys are prime examples. I mean, Nick Jonas was big for uh, by himself, but the mm-hmm. other guys didn't do very well. Zane did his, really good by himself. His whole album, like you can get all mad about this, but I listened to his album and it was actually really fucking fire. will. I'm yeah, I mean, real mad about I mean, it. Nick it and Zane were, but those those two but guys, but those two guys out of the whole group were the only ones that were successful. The mm-hmm. other guys didn't really do much after they broke up. Now yeah. that they're back together, I mean, they're all doing well. Like I said, some people are made to be together in a group. Some people are made to be by themselves. Snoop, yeah. Do- Snoop Dogg left Death Row Records because mm-hmm. he was like, okay. Fuck Suge Knight and all that shit. Well, Suge Knight's a crazy yeah. son of a bitch anyway. I want to watch that yeah. new movie that just came out. or It was like a documentary about Suge Knight. I really want to watch it. It's like it's all about him and how he, like, their perception of him and shit. Like, I actually want to really want to watch Good example, that by the way, though. By the way, too, now that I mention it. Um, there's a group called Flosher Domus. Um, I don't I know if you ever Flosher heard of it. They're, 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 they're trap. Fucking amazing, amazing trap uh, artists. Okay. They were a duo. Um... They were together for a little while. They started together as a duo. Mm-hmm. They actually split parts, um, just because one guy was actually doing way better with the production, with the producing yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, creativity, and the other guy was like kind of just not working out with the the main guy that was putting it together. And they split. Now one guy's not doing as well as the other one. Now the guy that kept Flasher Damas uh, that did all the producing, he's at the top of the. Um, Top of the world regards to trap music. Yeah. The other guy's just barely um, packing out nightclubs, like small nightclubs. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, 
you know, with me and my brother, I mean, we have the same creativity. We have the same thought. We have the same mind idea, the same music idea, what we have for our futures. It's just some guys, you know, you think it's going to work out and then it ends up not because you have two different ideas of how things work. But I believe with, you know, with our mindset, our idea, what our future, our goals and what we have, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, but you have to have balance. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's. I mean, we keep. That's how we work together. We, you know, with my produce. I mean, I produce a little more, but I mean, he's more a little bit better with the DJing side than I am. I mean, he's a better DJ, honestly. We need to play off your strengths. But I'm better with producing, so it works out perfectly. And I mean, he's good on a microphone. He he doesn't talk ever, and but when you put him on a microphone, he talks. Like, like he hypes the fucking crowd up. Yeah, and I love it. I love it. So, and that's what I love about you know we we have that balance. So that way it makes everything work out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for this. I mean, this whole brotherhood thing that we're doing for yeah. uh, for for the future. I I think it I think it's gonna work out very well. We're gonna put a lot of hard work and time into it. I'm very Fuck very excited yeah, for it. And this this class that I'm gonna be. Uh, going into yeah tell us about this class you were t- talking about it earlier I told you to save it for the show so let's get into that yeah so um i we just learned we just started getting into the producing um we want to take our music um music ideas to the next level so i gotta learn as much as possible i want to learn how to do everything the right way yeah so i got in touch with a uh, dj called dj T's. he's amazing artist and a dj um, I, he's actually one of the guys I've been looking up to in regards to cl- Jersey club music. And for people who don't know what Jersey club music is, it's fast paced dancing music that girls can shake their ass to. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing music. If I'll show you some ideas, um, in a little bit. Um, but it's just, I, I love his music. I love what he's created. And I want, he's going to take me in a 12-hour class, virtual class on um, FaceTime, 12 hours. So 12 hours of just learning everything. Got to write down notes. But mm-hmm. after that class, I'm going to be able to know everything in regards to producing music. So I'm going to take everything I learned from him and just go forward with it. Oh, and yeah, exci- dude. And I'm excited because, you know, the class, I mean, I got to pay for it, obviously. But yeah. I mean... No other artist that's popular does anything like that. No. Unless you have to pay thousands, thousands of dollars. But this guy is doing a really good deal out of it. Um, I'm Even very excited do, for it. They don't really do it very often because they're so afraid of somebody stealing their thunder. Yes, exactly. That's what I think, too. But this guy is so good and open. and He wants to help future artists, and I'm excited. Um, he's I actually just, he's from New Jersey, too. So, like, we get that Jersey vibe connection. So, it's oh really cool. So, what part of Jersey are you guys from? Right outside Philadelphia. It's a little town called Mount Holly. Um, Shout out Mount Holly. Yeah, yeah. I've we, only been to one part of Jersey, and it's probably the worst part of Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we, call it, we call it Muck City. That's okay. actually what it's called. It's called Muck City. Yeah. Um, everybody that we grew up to used to be like, yo, we're from the Muck, blah, blah, blah. And oh everybody like, oh, my God. It's Mount, <laughs> yeah, that's Mount Holly. <laughs> Most I of my to, friends are from Jersey. So. I went to Atlantic City. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say Camden when you're like, I've been to the worst part of Jersey. No. One of the worst parts of the country. Yeah. That's <laughs> where, we, uh, where we were I was born. in culture shock. Oh, Let shit. me just go yeah. ahead and tell you. Culture shock. Because yes. I've never been to, I've never, number one, I learned a very important lesson that DC traffic is one of the worst fucking things on the yeah, Jersey D- Turnpike. I got a I fucking ticket. 
going through Washington, D.C., going one mile fucking over. Yeah. I was pissed. Yeah. yeah. It was once a $250 hit, ticket. Once you hit Maryland and Virginia, if you go at least, like you said, one or two miles per yeah, hour yeah. over, you're getting a ticket oh, just no, like that. I got that. stuck in D.C. traffic. So then, number one, I was already, like, fucking, like, pissed off. So by the time I got to Atlantic City, I, I, like, I had a, uh, a room booked at the Taj. So I, like, parked my car in the fucking parking garage. Guy out of the car. I'm, like, all shaken out because I'm so irritated from being the fucking car in fucking, like, rush hour traffic. What did it so, take you, like, what? 11, 12 hours to get oh, there? Oh, dude, fuck yeah! 14 hours to get there. Ooh. Uh, so, like, I get there. Mm. I get out of my car. Some homeless dude walks up to me and asks me for money, and I, like, freaked out because I'd been stuck in my car for 14 hours. I was like, get the fuck away from me! He's probably fucking petrified. <laughs> no, he ran away. The but, best shit. The, the best shit that happened to me was in Baltimore. Oh my me and, God. Me and uh, mine and Christian's friend Leslie were walking mm-hmm. back from Fells Point, and this like hood ass fucking black dude walks up to us and goes, My name's Kurt. I'm in the hospitality industry. Is there anything that y'all need tonight? I got ladies, drugs, and alcohol. <laughs> oh and I was God. just like, Holy shit. Holy shit. Wow. Like, I don't even know what to say. I just what a like, pitch, bro. I know, right? I'd be like, That's. Fucking amazing. Yeah. That's some Shark Tank level <laughs> yeah. shit, man. Like, I got drugs, girls, and alcohol. Yeah. But I got, to, I got a chance to go to some of the clubs in Atlantic City, and it was like, it it takes like our little senior frogs and Boca. It's a lot of like, level, right? Oh my God. I yeah. was like, what the fuck if I just walked into well, this? The, the club scene down here, it's just nobody people really know what a club really is. No. I just think they, they, they know it's just like a lot of people down here. Broadway they, has put a fucking death hold yeah. on any club from coming here. And, that, and that's the big problem. Like that was the bitch I had as a promoter. It was like, I don't want to work Broadway. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to work Zulu Lounge. I want to work Kono. I want to work these like outside niche clubs where I can try to drag people away. Mm-hmm. And Zulu is for the people that are listening that don't live here in Myrtle. Um, Zulu Lounge was a South African themed bar. Dope. So it looked like an Earthbound Tradings just took a massive shit on the place. Mm-hmm. But it was cool as fuck. Like there was like fountains and the entire bar lit up. It was it was cool. The restaurant was great. It was like a South African tapas menu. Fucking cool ass place. And it just tanked because it wasn't it was off the beaten path just a hair. Right. And I feel like that's most of the problems with the clubs here. Is you have to be in the surrounding area. You have to be within walking distance. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. Well, the, the problem with, with the clubs down and like if you were to put a club in uh, Ocean Boulevard, I just feel like there's no there's no boundaries in regards to like the nightclub scene. Like, you know, a lot of clubs down here don't enforce dress codes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they, they're afraid to mm-hmm. um, just because, uh, you know, if you don't wear um, a, if you wear a jersey to um, a club, which. Nowhere else in Miami or Atlantic City. If you do, Hell no. If you do that no. in Vegas. Yeah, if you do that in Vegas. Look, man, that- I lived in Vegas. That was the strictest fucking dress code. And I was a promoter for Vegas, in Vegas at the Wynn Hotel. I had to wear a fucking button-down shirt and, like, expensive blue jeans and dress shoes right. every night. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's what it should be because that's what night- nightclubs were originally made for. You're dressed nice, go yeah. out, dance. 
You know, people don't like why. For me personally, why? Like, I I wear a jersey because I DJ. Like, that's an exception because I wear the like I'll wear a jersey or I'll wear like a. Well, it's it's part of the the outfit, man. It's 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 your style. It's your swag. It's your entertainment. Right, and I wear a jersey it's whenever I DJ. Yeah, and I wear a DJ every uh, or jersey every time I DJ. So that's that's part of what my look is. But like, if I'm going to a club, like if I'm going to Vegas or if I'm going to Miami or Lake mm-hmm. City. I'm wearing a button down. I'm wearing some nice khaki pants, some nice yeah. dress shoes. I want to look nice because to me personally, I don't think a girl would think a guy is attractive when he's coming in with a huge basketball or football jersey. I don't know, some, bro. That flamingo shirt's fucking fire. I love this shirt. I love this. Is, this is sometimes my work shirt, but I love going out with this because people are like, oh my God, I love the flamingos. And I'm nah, like, I love it. Flamingos yeah. are fucking solid, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, that's what the clubs are made for. The dress mm-hmm. nice, go out, meet people, go dance. You know, it, it, nobody wants to go, nobody wants to go dance with somebody with a huge football jersey or a huge basketball jersey that you wear out, like maybe to go out, hang out with friends. But like yeah. the club, Clubs are made for to dress nice. Like, Here, it's more like they attract just trash bag people. Yeah. Just just trashy people. And that's partially just Myrtle Beach's thing, is we're just a trashy shithole. But uh, until that something happens, and I think Broadway's trying to push out the clubs. No, I, I definitely. I definitely have heard that and for sure. For the listeners, once again, because this is... Um, podcast based out of myrtle so 80 percent of our listener base is out of myrtle if you're from the uk or australia south africa sorry you don't know any of the shit we're fucking talking about but it's a shopping mecca it's like a tourist trap Mm -hmm. so basically what it is is there's a strip of like an alleyway almost of nothing but bars and nightclubs and the rest of it is like all shopping on like a six acre lot yeah it's just yeah. a bunch of restaurants and shop shopping yeah. uh, little shops yeah. so this place has had the the death grip on any entertainment for this town for what at least we can't have casinos. 30 30 fucking years yep you can't have casinos you can't well that's have... because of the fucking christians but we won't get into that well i mean that's that's a death grip you can't have casinos. You can't have anything fun. Yeah, there's there's no outside entertainment. You have, to, you have to factor the fun into this box, and this box is the only box you can have it in. And, and North it. Myrtle's just as fucking bad. If uh, you're not North on, Myrtle is so bad. If you're not on Main Street, you're fucked. Yeah. 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 I mean, that Main Street right there just has like three or four bars. That's it. If you don't have those three or four bars, what what else can you do? And, and there's, there's one dude that owns them all, and he fucking murdered his ex wife. <laughs> Like, he literally went to prison. He rolled her up in a rug and hired a bunch of crackheads to burn her. Like, it, like some crazy shit, Lots dude. Lots of silence on the mic. So yeah, I, 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 I didn't know all that. Fuck. I don't know what to say about that. I was like, that's terrible. Holy shit. Um, Thank you for the, the sad I don't, yeah, I don't use the, the stock <laughs> No. Uh, sound drops so, very so, often, so, but so there you go. Does it feel any better, like... Broadway, like, yeah, the entertainment's kind of fucking lame sometimes and kind of boring. But that's the thing. But Main <sighs> Street is so much more boring. And it if you don't go to International, can... you're fucked. And then, like, half the people that used to go to International are all a bunch of, like, drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so you went to high school with me, like, eight years ago? Oh, and you're on, uh, you're on heroin. Okay, cool. I'm going to avoid you. Speaking of drug addicts, I got some clips. I'm going to avoid you now. I'm going to go get an IPA and sit outside. Right. So I don't have any audio for this, but here you go. 
What the fuck is it? Oh. What? I believe this man is putting Molly up a woman's ass. I can see his. Yeah. Festival? Yeah. Ew, what the? Oh, oh she's wearing an excision jersey. Awesome. <sighs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, he put a straw full of Molly up a girl's ass. Oh that's, my god! That looks like that's definitely in like Colorado or some shit like that. Yeah, that's, that, like, that's definitely gonna get infected. Ew, that is what the. And fuck? then he blew the straw up her ass too. Who does shit like that? Like fucking whoops, bro. Oh my god! And if, I'm mad that she's wearing an excision Wait, jersey doing that shit too. Yes. Because I haven't seen this. I, I love. I love if you if you ever get a chance, listen to excision. That fucking dude throws down. Absolutely insane. Oh, okay. He's got the Ziploc baggie. He's got the Ziploc baggie. He's, oh, he's wearing his fucking... This girl's got her holy-ass fucking fishnets on with a one-piece excision outfit. Oh, my God. And he is just blowing Molly straight up her ass. She's oh, about to have a real good night. Oh, she's about to trip balls. Yeah, if you can, go ahead and search uh, a song that I want you to search. It's kind of like an idea that me and my brother were going into, like, um, we're going to be doing Jersey Club, but we're also going to be doing dubstep and hard trap. So I can't actually search stuff that isn't your alls. Okay. Uh, because of YouTube. Oh, oh, I feel you. Okay, yeah. okay, well, so if, it's, well, if, you, if you listen to it, it's called Kaizo, K-A-Y-Z-O. You can tell us about it. And it's called Whistle Wars. That shit fucking throws down. Like, it's a head-banging song. Like, that's the shit I love about Hard Trap and uh, Dubstep and all that shit. Because it's got that rock, head-banging feel to it that you would for rock music. So, like... Do you think they I- pulled a lot of their, like, inspiration from that? Yes, I do. I really do. Like, drops? Yes, because... That be- that that music is just made for headbanging, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of the music is made from the heavy metal and uh, the ho- the rock and roll from the seventies and everything. Because what other music do you listen to that you could headbang to? Yeah, rock and roll, hard rock, uh, think, heavy metal. I think that a big thing with like uh, I'm just gonna use this as an example, like uh, Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Let me use him as an example. Uh-huh. So he like. He would like play like really fast and then like have a really soft and then like really fast and then like the way that he did his music was like fantastic and I feel like a lot of people took their like music and was like they branched out from that like right I'm using it as an example just like Jimi Hendrix is an yeah. example like that's not just like the whole genre right. of the 70s and stuff but that was like a huge thing because a lot free of love things, era yeah yeah Jimi Hendrix was for a long time, where you get just, fucked like, in a porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> but for a long time in like the the fifties and forties and you know stuff like that, it was all the same kind of tempo. It would change a little bit, but not not a lot. But, but that's the, what I like about artists too is changing the tempo of like certain music. Is, like if you can be able to like perform at any kind of tempo, that's like you're like that's fucking phenomenal. Disco's coming back, guys. I'm yeah. super excited about disco coming back. I mean, just gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah. The fact that the seventies is like gonna be a fucking thing. The forced love era. Oh, I'm, I'm we all went about- from free love to <laughs> the forced love. Yeah. It's like uh, I'm gonna rape you in a cl- nightclub bathroom while coked out of my mind. Well, yeah. Br- well, Bruno Mars's music is based off of like the seventies kind of music. He's mm-hmm. got that seventies feel to it. That's what I like about his music. He's well, got that seventies feel to it. It's not just the hip hop scene that's doing her pop music it's it's indie music too like there's a a band called eternity forever uh that's doing that type of shit Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of like indie 
post-hardcore emo bands that have like branched out into the MGMT like, dance uh, game and dance. Yeah, but that's Tame what I like. But that's what I like though. I like the the throwback style like that you yes. bring into it. That you could branch out to those kind of because people are so afraid to branch out to the 70s and 80s music and people are actually taking that opportunity to do it and take that chance it's just fucking amazing hell yeah so i I do enjoy like when they like branch out to like something a little bit different like the 70s and 80s like that was such a huge like change in music like there was such a broad people still listen to the 70s and 80s oh i listen to the 80s music all the time is it sad when you listen like i i pulled up like classic rock and like fucking uh like green day and incubus paid and i was like fuck i feel goddamn old yeah yeah i mean that kind of it's sad because that kind (laughs) of like this is bullshit (laughs) because that kind of music is dead in today but like if you brought green day to myrtle beach it'd be fucking sold out in two seconds in like like three seconds i wouldn't go that would like okay I, i wouldn't go what is here's a question for everybody what's a show that you would pay like x amount of money any kind of money to go see Go, go, go she? See, go see. <laughs> like an artist that you would go, go, don't stupid white, don't you dare, I will fucking knock you the fuck out. If I drink vodka, I don't care. <laughs> who's, oh, a, who's an artist that you would pay any kind of money to go see? Um, and why? Ooh, that is a tough one because I, I mean, what is it any genre? Any genre. Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, you're, she's literally just asking who's your favorite artist and who, like. No, 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 no. okay, do you want me to give you a genre? No, 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 no. No, no, no. Leave it open. Leave, Leave it open. It, okay, because I have mine. No, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Go, yeah, first. go first. So, uh, I'm going to use this as like a throw to Eric. Coheen Camera would probably be the one I would pay any money to go see. I'll let you buy those tickets next time they come through. Okie dokie. But just, uh, and I have, to give a reason, great. I have to give a reason why. I love their I love their style. I love that they changed their style of Claudio because he, he just... He just makes the band and, and he like just, band rips. He does. He does. He rips. He he changes it up and it's and it's fantastic. And who's next? What about you boys? This is gonna be a shocker. Um this is probably be a shocker to a if lot of people. If you say like Miley Cyrus, I'm gonna oh, fuck no. you <laughs> right here, bro. No, 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 no. Hell no. I uh that'd be very entertaining, but uh because we wouldn't even know what side would come out. We don't her know if they'll come fucking with their chicken ass. Oh we God. don't know if the psycho side would come out or if it would be the countryside coming out. But uh, <laughs> I probably I have to know. go with uh, Public Enemy. Believe it or All not. All right. I okay. like Public Enemy. Straight I love. The content. Yeah, Flavor Flav. I fucking love oh my those. God, guys. Yes. Yeah, like I watched a I watched a concert from 2011 on YouTube of them performing in Germany. Fucking Germany. Mm-hmm. And. The crowd was going fucking insane for these guys. And these guys are in their almost in their fucking 60s. Yeah. And they are jumping around going fucking insane. And they were the they were those are good examples of MCs. Those guys mm-hmm. could fucking MC to anybody at any fucking time. Their music meant something like because they uh they wanted change for, you know, police brutality you know, and, that, and that's another thing I wanted to mention too. You know, hold, those- on, hold on one second before that. Uh, yes, I realized I just fucked up and said uh, straight out of Compton when he said Public Enemy. That's uh, NWA. Fu- yeah, that's NWA. I realized I fucked up. Please continue. <laughs> you no, gonna, I, was, I, gonna, I didn't want to say anything. You, you should have roasted him. Yeah, no, no. I, I caught it as soon as I said. It, I was like, fuck. Wait, wait. wait. Please stupid continue. White bitch yourself. No, no. stupid white bitch yourself. Uh, 
He fucking shit on me. He shit in my face. No, you're a stupid white bitch for that shit. Oh my. <laughs> no, I, I mean public enemy is definitely they face, were. That'll beat your goddamn ass. <laughs> you piece of shit. I love that. I love it. Continue. No, I did. Yeah, dude, dude, that shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> dude, the soundboard fucking makes it. No, I mean, it's Public Enemy was actually one of those um, those groups that were able to stand up and believe and fight for what was right. You know, mm-hmm. they they you know police brutality was very bad at that time. They um, you know black uh, black people are are being oppressed for still are two hundred fifty years, three hundred years. It's like yeah. the hip hop version of punk music. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just like. Those guys were able to stand up and make try and make change in their music, and mm-hmm. you know NWA NWA was the same way. Uh, Run DMC, and you know one of the guys from Run DMC actually mentioned you know saying, and he had an interview about a year or two ago saying, you know the artists today are so fucked up, and they're overdose, and so many artists and people are overdosing on drugs because mm-hmm. that's what they're putting in their fucking music. You yeah, know, I believe it. And to look at Mac Miller, Lil Peep. Look at Future. Um, Molly yeah, Percocet. Yeah, Molly Percocet. That he fucking puts it in the song. But like people are putting Percocets and opioids and all kinds of shit in there. Yeah. And why do they think that people are overdosing? Because they fucking put it in the music. And people That's why think I quit it's- fucking with Coke years ago was because I was afraid of fentanyl. People yeah. were like crushing my shit with fentanyl and I'd like speedball to death. Yeah, fucking Mac Miller died because somebody. Gave him the wrong drug, fucking overdosed and died. Yeah, you know, little I mean, peep, little peep, fucking overdosed on his bus on the way to a a, a tour. Why he was on Juice tour. World? I, uh, I don't Juice. feel bad for Juice World, given that he like no, no, no. He was going through customs and like swallowed like sixty some fucking pills. He was afraid of going to jail, but like at that point, he it was killed like, himself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, instead of just going to jail for a night and just getting a fine. You know. but there's some he's like no nah, I'm gonna eat all these pills but there's underlying issues in there yeah. there's some underlying like bullshit the, the, that he hasn't dealt with and that that, that sucks when I, I mean his music was inspirational for a lot of people that are going through rough times that's what yeah. his music was really made for was for you know to help the people that were going through he was depression. also going through a pretty rough time with the band Yellow Card oh my god um what? He was, yeah he was being sued by Yellow Card for uh, ripping off one of their songs. He Which stole one? uh his big hit. Uh-huh. He stole the beat from Yellow Card. And Is didn't that give what them saying? any yeah, no, he didn't give him any credit. It's but, don't a, you think, but aren't a lot of artists nowadays taking beats from old songs? I'm like, gonna go ahead and Yeah, this. but no no no. This was like we didn't say they didn't give him the they didn't give Yellow Card the royalties for sampling. Mm-hmm. He just took the fucking like beat and changed like one thing on it. But he changed right. it. Right, but he didn't. It's the same thing as like. Uh, I have a big problem with this. And I, no, no, I, no. I feel it's like a, this is it's a the same thing that happened with uh, Radiohead, and oh, fuck. Because a lot of art. Because I mean, if you listen to a lot of music, a lot of the music, like um, if you listen. to I mean, the, let's hear from you guys. Like, like if, if you if you sample somebody's music, right, and you change it slightly, like change it and make it different and make it your own, do you feel like you're entitled to have to pay compensation to somebody else? I mean, I mean if I was the, if I was the original creator, I mean, like if, if I was the, if I was the original creator of a song and I kind of heard somebody making something and trying to make it in their own, yeah, I would definitely be like, all right, well, if you're gonna do that, you better pay me this amount of money for it because See, that's messed a, up. 
That's because well, I have a really mixed view on that. Go ahead. Because the, the way I feel, because the way I look at it is, is you're stealing my creativity. Yeah, if, exactly. If, you're, you're. I have a dis. I just have. A, I have a dis. Disinformed well, thought process. Look in that. at look at Radiohead. And I have a thought process in it. They had to pay royalties mm-hmm. to to the band The Hollies for using the same exact chord progression. And you used to see this more in rock music than you do rap music because rap music's kind of, you know, it's whatever. Um, you see it a lot more in rock and roll, but Radiohead had to pay royalties to the Hollies, uh, for stealing the chord progression from the air that I breathe. Mm -hmm. So the chorus from the air that I breathe is the exact chorus, like the exact intro chords to creep. And then Lana Del Rey took that exact same chord progression for one of her songs, and the and Radiohead fucking sued her for royalties. I, I feel like if, I feel like as an artist that you should be able to take some kind of some kind, you're gonna steal shit. I, I, I have a thought process. In right, this. right. And, and I really I mean, do. I have a thought process. In this you're going to take stuff from other people and and change it slightly. And but there's, make it your own. There's a difference between changing it mm-hmm. and just literally blatantly copying the fucking yeah. chord progression. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like so. Like, if you change it and and make the make the tempo different, but right. then like keep the lyrics and shit like that, like, so, but it's a little bit different in your industry. Like, so I'm gonna use an example. So like, I do photography on the side. I've blatantly had my photos stolen where they've literally cropped out my watermark. Right. And I've like. Um, I've literally like contacted them. I'm like, you cropped out my watermark. They're like, well, these are like photos that were online. I'm like, yeah, but you cropped out my watermark. These are mine. Yeah. You right. could have at least changed the contrast on them, but I knew they were mine because they, I knew what angles I took. I, I do always, I like, I knew they were mine. Right. I knew they were mine. And the biggest thing was like, you but know, my like biggest it, thing was like them like defending themselves. Like we didn't steal your photos and whatever. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck about the the. Stealing, but the fact that you're gonna deny like you All stole right. my shit. So I'm going to play the the Radiohead versus Creep, uh, Radiohead's Creep versus Lana Del's Rays Get Free versus the Hollies. Okay. Okay. Fuck it. If they take the shit down off YouTube, no, they won't. Eat a dick. Nobody listens you, to that shit anyway on YouTube. You a little bit. So which one is this? This is oh shit, fucking no, Alexa, eat a dick. This is the Hollies. Holly's kick ass, by the way. Listen to them. Oh my god, so old. <laughs> yeah, dude. No sleep, no light, no sound. Nothing to read. So this is Radiohead's Creep. It's very similar. It's fucking the same chord progression. Yeah. But it's like a different tempo. Yeah, but the problem is is that they're... Instead of just... This is how I look at it. We all know how Creep goes. Yeah, this is how I look at it. They could have at least changed the complete tempo and the whole idea of the song, but they literally took the whole... 
sample. And, and it's just, pretty much the same fucking tempo, too. Yeah, it's basically the same tempo. It's like up a notch. It's. Alright, here's. Definitely in like, yeah, she literally just took Radiohead shit and was like, This is mine now. She took, she definitely took that one, and that's and that's the biggest thing. She definitely should 100% should have got sued for that. She did it right, she got, Uh, yeah, no, she got sued. Oh, yeah, so that that blatantly she stole that. They changed her tempo. I feel like you should be able to change tempo, and like, how many chords can you really fucking hit? Yeah, but in the same goddamn progression with the same stroke count. Yeah, I mean, come the fuck well, on. He probably you can, heard you it. Can, and he was like, "Oh, that sounds cool." I mean, you could. T- I mean, you could get ideas of like, say, like he could have took, he could have gotten that, that idea from a song, but created it in a different way, so that way it doesn't sound very similar. Yeah, because it sounds almost exactly the same if you listen to it. it yeah, may, yeah, yeah. The tempo. I mean, the the sound difference might be a little different, but the tempo and everything is very, very, very similar. So, so where do you where do you take from stealing to to learning. So what's stealing and what's learning? Learning is taking an idea, not taking, but learning is, you know, say like, I'm a huge fan of Flosher Thomas and there's a certain beat that I like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to not make it, I'm going to kind of make it like similar to it, but I yeah. want to make it into where it doesn't sound just like his. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's my creativity, something different. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of music nowadays, you know, a lot of music has kind of the same beat. Like, if you listen to Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Gucci Man's new song that oh they made God. just recently. Um, remember? Do you remember Friday? The Friday. movie Friday yeah, uh, with yeah. Ice Cube and Chris Tucker? Yeah. Remember in a, a movie, it was like, Big Booty Hoes, up yeah. with that song? <laughs> they, took part, they took part of that song and made it slower. Yeah. And made it into the hip-hop beat that what but it is But that's some sampling. That's back to the sampling shit. But so like, where do you draw the line of, like, sampling versus blatantly stealing? Okay, when you are copying the same phrasing structure, mm-hmm. the same chord progressions, the same... It, it's a lot harder to say, do in hip-hop. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you have to differentiate those. No, no, yeah. no. I agree with you. It, rock music, it's a lot easier to be like, ha, ha, da, 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw my shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But hip-hop, like, it's all about sampling. That's where it started at. What do you guys... F- how do you guys feel about, like, taking viral internet clips and turning them into songs? Because that's been a thing for that's, a lot of years. That's stealing to me, personally. I mean, because... When if somebody uses like all right, remember the hide your kids, hide your hide your wife, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so say like they took that clip and they made it into a song. I believe that's unfair because whoever was originally in that clip is, regardless of whether it was yeah, real, but they've gotten viral fame off of it. Right. Well, well, what I mean is that yeah, it may not have been real or fake, but I mean that was them. And if they're if, if people they're are also trying, on a platform, what where about they went a mint? Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say if they're on a platform where they're viral at, that actually that platform makes money off of them. You don't. Right. Right. I if, mean, even that, if you that, make a, even if you make a remix of like some shit that you saw on fucking, uh, I'm using TikTok as an example. Like 
TikTok, you sign a waiver when you first fucking, like, go on TikTok that they own your shit. Right, right. They own your shit. Right. So if it goes viral, it goes viral. It is what it is. I mean, TikTok is the biggest thing right now because everybody's at home doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The unemployment with kids being out of school. This is, like, all they can fucking do. That's, like, their thing, dude. So I got a... One of those like uh, mashup deals for you, and then we'll do plugs, and then we'll end the show. Gotcha. Uh, but to answer your question, I think the high like it's almost the same thing as stealing other people's music because now you're you know you didn't give that person approval to, of your clip. Mm-hmm. Well, guy- whether whether you own it or not, it's still you're still. Yeah, I, I have a different thought process only because it's coming from like a different like thought process I, I feel like if you if you use elements of somebody else's like project that well, I'm using project as an example right I'm, I'm any kind of like media of anything art music anything if you use a part of it right and you make it your own that's not copying that's making it your own now if you take the entire situation of what they just did and slap a faster beat on it or a slower beat on it that is copying right right well, do you agree with me on that yeah this, i, can agree I, I feel that. like that's i feel like that's fair let me put it this way this asshole fucking deserves it it's kenneth copeland no matter what you degree he deserves to be ridiculed and made fun of kenneth copeland is a televangelist Mm-hmm. So, in case you guys don't know, oh my god, uh, I've made fun of him on multiple fucking occasions. Well, I don't know if you all have heard. He tried to blow the coronavirus away. Mm-hmm. Oh, but here's a remix of it's the fire. Video. It actually claps. It does. There's and there's clapping. a fucking ad at the front of it. I'm glad I muted this. There should be some tea clapping on this. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song under this the shit Lord. fucking claps. COVID-19. 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 The wind of God. From the state of Washington to the state of Maine to Brownsville, Texas and the tip of Florida. This dude's such a fucking tool bag. Straight out of hell. I love how they have like the fucking the the churchgoers just like wigging the fuck out. They had a guy dancing. Well, it's a bunch of holy rollers, so they get like filled with the spirit of God, and then they like freak the fuck out in the church. Shit at the club, bro. Yo, that shit. Whoever produced that shit is fucking fire. That that I'll give them props for that. That's that's pretty damn good. Oh my god, that was fucking good. Well, plus, Kenneth Copeland has fucking crazy eyes too, man. Yeah, he does. I just even watching that video, I saw it. <laughs> you never seen it before when he no. showed me him. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this? That shit what drugs is fucking insane. No, that I can't believe somebody did that. That's fucking cool. Well, he's losing money like a motherfucker with this coronavirus. Churchgoers. Like, Aren't giving him donations. Stimulus. 
Give me your stimulus payment. He's like, uh, with this $250 seed, uh, you, you will be healed by God and you will never get the coronavirus. I hope oh he makes money. He's probably making money off of that shit. That yeah, shit is he fucking is. hilarious. Fuck. Oh my God. That was, a, that was fucking hilarious. Oh my God. That video I thought was you'd good, appreciate though. that. No, I earned it. I mean, that that's not going to get sued, obviously, because... No. If he makes money off of that, then there's nothing. No, it's advertisement yeah. for him. Even if he doesn't, like he deserves to be made fun of and not make any money on it personally. Right, exactly. But. I mean, I gotta look this guy. I hope I I bet he's probably as crazy as he is in that. Oh, he's absolutely video. fucking certified insane. Well, guys, it's been a fucking pleasure. Of course. Thank you. Um, we're hitting the two-hour mark. This is actually our longest podcast. Holy shit, I feel like it's been two hours. No, it does not. (laughs) Uh, That's why I was like, let's play this last clip and wind this shit up. (laughs) So we have an announcement also. We are actually scaling back the podcast from two episodes a week to one episode a week. So we're only going to upload on Sundays. Mm Mm-hmm. This so this is our episode for the week. Sunday fun day. Yep. Yeah, Sunday fun day. And the reason for that is pretty simple. Uh, we feel like the podcast is just kind of lackluster on the second episode of the week because we aren't having enough time to actually put effort into the show. So we want to give you the best product possible, which lets us have guests like Anthony and Nick on Murphy, Nicole. It gives us a more flexible schedule than just churning out a dog shit episode once a week and then a good episode. So y'all just don't get to listen to me be day drunk. I yeah, mean, that's pretty much what happened. Essentially, <laughs> no. I'm, I can't wait to hear more of these podcasts. These are oh, there's some. Yeah. Yeah. They so haven't even listened ones. to the show yet. Yeah. Um, oh my god, there's some ones where like Super Bowl Sunday, I'm fucking hammered. Yeah, she, what she, was she, I talking about? Like Nazi ovens and yeah, subways. Yeah, you were talking about like Nazis and subways and how colleges <laughs> are like plantations. Go listen to episode <laughs> nine if you want to hear yeah. that. Hell but yeah. uh, all right, so let's let them hit their plugs. Yep, I'll hit the plug. We'll hit ours, and yep. then we'll play the second clip they sent us to Yay. to play it out the show. All right, play Guys. the socials. Yeah, we're, uh, well, I'm Anthony. This is Nick. Uh, we're Brotherhood. Um, just make sure to uh, listen to us on SoundCloud. Uh, it's Brotherhood once again. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on Facebook Live time to time uh, doing our live set. We're also on Instagram time to time. Uh, what is it? Um, Brotherhood. NNTJ Instagram is that what that is that what that is? That's right. That's what it is. Yep. So Brotherhood NNTJ. That's what our Instagram is. So make sure to check us out. Facebook Brotherhood. Same uh, username and everything. So uh, definitely check us out. And make sure you guys show, check us out on our socials. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook at the Vulgarians Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Vulgarians Podcast. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Vulgarians underscore Pod. Um, I'll post that video of the midget getting his dick sucks like he's uh, getting bitten by an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter, because we'll get fucking shadow banned on that shit. Uh, Not shadow banned. We will get banned for 30 days. We will absolutely get banned. (laughs) Um, Make sure you guys follow the show. Download the show. It's super important to us. Download the episodes. Um, Definitely share the Brothers uh, SoundCloud account so that you guys can go follow it. It's super important to us. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like just from listening the first like little like clip that you, I, I'm gonna go follow, dude. Like I'm, yeah. I'm super. Well, I appreciate stoked. that. No, definitely. Like, I need some, I need some hype music when I'm like at work. Like I'll fucking like I'll sit there and like li- like you were talking about heavy metal and shit. Like dude, I will bounce up and down in my goddamn chair in my office chair. She like, will. I'll be ready because in the next couple months we'll have some music ready yeah. to go. Oh well, yeah. yeah. But uh, we're definitely gonna listen to your show a lot more. Wow, this this is actually very er- entertaining, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like it. Yeah. And you guys are welcome back anytime. Yes. Uh, I'm going to play us out with their remix of My Type. Thank you.